This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Hey, we're live again. Yay! It's been a while. Kind of. For us, it's been a while. It's been a week. That feels like a while. Okay. I'm I've, I'm very used to being live again, and I'm very I'm, happy to I be here. I was on Twitch this past week, so... That's right. <laughs> That's right. Tiffany twitches over on twitch.tv slash comic pop. You can always watch her streams on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Wednesdays. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying Tuesdays and Wednesdays. We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm a twitch. Did you say you are a twitch? Yeah, like a witch, but a twitch. Oh, that's that's fun. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not familiar with this show, this is where we take the books from the past week, recap them, review them. Let you know we thought about them and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Uh, Of course, if you want to sponsor today's episode, you can do so if you're watching live by using Super Chats. Make a question or comment in the Super Chat. Post it. We'll read it here on the show and it's part of the show forever. Uh, We have a couple of Super Chats already. Uh, Vincent Brown, for example, uh, says that he's not feeling very well. Uh, Hey guys, feeling a little sick today. But thought I'd donate some cash to my favorite YouTubers. Love the uh, four Halloween back issues. Stay awesome. Thank you so much. I Thank hope you. you feel better. Same, yeah, agreed. Rest uh, up. Exactly. Uh, but if you uh, missed it, you could watch our back issues, which we did a four people back issues on Doctor Strange versus Dracula. Very spooktacular finish to our spooktastic month. Yeah, we did a bunch of them. Spooky stuff. We did four spooky themed back issues. That's right. Uh, three out of four, hosted by you. That's right. And uh, we have one more spooky GBU, which I have to edit. Uh, that will be out in, in in the spooky month of November. I'm expi- I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it could also have just been an episode in general. It's just that we coincided with the spooky theming for the month. Around my birthday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When is your birthday? Doesn't matter. Keep going. <laughs> well, uh, so we got a bunch of stuff to talk about before we get to three jokers, which of course we uh, did read and we're going to review for you uh, towards the end of the program uh and then we're going to rec- give recommendations at the end of that like so after three jokers stick around yeah. for more um i wanted to mention something at the top of the hour of course uh dark knights death metal rise of the new god number one came out from brian edward hill james tyne the fourth uh jesus marino and nick vrelta uh all vrella vrella all uh, contributed to making this uh, this issue, which is not a one-shot, unlike the other, what, six or seven one-shots that came out over yeah. the span of de- Death Metal. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal, uh, Robin King, number one. Dark Knight's Death Metal, Legends of the Dark Knights. Uh, Dark Knight's Metal, Trinity Crisis. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal, The Guidebook. Dark Knight's Death Metal, Speed Metal. Darth Knight's Death Metal, Metaverse's End. And, of course, this issue, Rise of the New God. If you bought them all, you spent 40 bucks. Uh, so I hope you're enjoying your Dark Knight's Death Metal fix. Hopefully, more importantly, the doors that are this is made for are earning off of this because I don't know who is backing the series anymore, but I hope it's going well for you. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal: Rise of the New God saw the uh, the res- the resurrection of Metron. Uh, this is 
if, if ever you were like, okay, so like clearly all the John stuff, Doomsday Clock, Three Jokers, anything John's related, we're just doing everything we can to superimpose whatever the hell we have else coming out over it or completely negate it. Uh, Metron, of course, was killed by Dr. Manhattan. Uh, towards the end of uh, Dark Side War, mm -hmm. and uh, a new character reaches into the Earth, pulls out Metron's skull, brings him back to life, and asks him a bunch of questions. This character being the Chronicler, uh, a new character who comes out of the metaverse or multiverse or the outside the multiverse, a new cosmic character who's super duper powerful, who is like, what's this? I usually track like worlds ending, but not worlds this colorful. Uh, can someone please explain to me what the cyclical nature of superheroes are and stuff? And it's it's very meta, but also very superhero comics. Um, if you like Superboy Prime, you're probably really going to enjoy this issue. Not because Superboy Prime is in it. In fact, he doesn't even have a reference. It's just the fact that it is so in that kind of wheelhouse of like, what? Huge power scaling. What? Massive multiplayer or multiversal players in this story. New character. Crazy design. Uh, otherwise, it's just going to be business as usual. If you're reading Darth, Death Metal and you're like, man, what I could use is just more, more of that. Like just bigger, more bombastic, crazier characters. Here you go. The Chronicler? The Chronicler. Which is what Metron actually refers to himself as. So, you know. But this one's a real chron- this, this is- He's a chronicler. Is he not meant to be, make himself involved with things? He is not. He he's normally only, doesn't. He's only meant to chronicle. That's right, not, yeah. Not watch. He's not watching. No, that would be infringing. No, 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 no. He chronicles. He is part of a race of chroniclers. Uh, and he does chronicle. And he is- he is- Forbidden from involving himself in their affairs. Now, that is not to be confused with Tempest Fugonaut, who is a race of Fugonauts, who also is but only to guard the multiverse, uh, not to get involved. Yeah, it's literally just another Tempest Fugonaut, but this one wasn't created by Dan DiDio, because screw him. At, at DC and Marvel Writers, I challenge you for the rest of the year, don't make a new character. Let's see if you can do it. I bet they can't. I bet they can't either. I bet that's something that they're incapable of doing. This now, that is... being said, we just watched a documentary about Chris Claremont and how, like, the X-Men from Claremont's beginning till yesterday yeah. has all been about, like, creating new characters yeah. and shoving new characters onto the page. Right, but he was doing it to tell stories, not because he was hoping to get royalties. Exactly. It's like different reasons for doing things. Whereas like he felt it was a need because he constantly wanted to refresh and make new things. And they just want to get that fat paycheck. And by fat, I mean not because they're comic book writers. So I get it. There's yeah. not a lot of scratch to be thrown around. Yeah. Um, But don't dilute the brand. <laughs> they don't care. I like know. The, the most frustrating thing is just like, hey, listen, like if you, you know, it, it's like that scene in Ninja Turtles, the movie where like, all the nin all the foot soldiers used axes to chop the top level floor, and then like Donatello is like, "Hey, uh, this might not be a really good time, structurally speaking, for more of your buddies to drop in because uh, otherwise the floor is going to cave in, and it does. Like that's where it I is. can't believe you made that you connected everything to TMNT. I did. Why would I do that? I don't know. Because TMNT: The Last Ronin finally came out from Eastman and Laird. It's their uh, supposedly their last team up of all time. Uh, it's also their first team up in a long, long time. Did you plan that? No. <laughs> but uh, The Last Ronin came out. This is a four-issue miniseries chronicling 
the It's Dark Knight Returns for Ninja Turtles. And nothing okay. can make it more apparent than the art, which is spectacular, glorious, ridiculous, and awesome. It, is, it informs the work because, of course, Eastman and Laird were huge Frank Miller fans, such that that's the origins of the Turtles. Uh, so it would stand to reason that the last Ninja Turtle story would be a homage to Dark Knight Returns slash Frank Miller. And what's funny is it's not. Like, it's not like Spider-Man Reign, which is just like, let's do Dark Knight Returns for Spider-Man. This is more like an actual, like, it's like someone read the goddamn book and was like, I get it. And I'm going to use the spirit of Frank Miller to tell a similar idea of, like, the last days of our character. Okay. That's it. That's pretty cool. The thing that's not cool, the only strike I have to give against this book is the sizing of it. Uh, this is not your standard size. This is in a magazine bag and board. Oh, it is. Oh, but it doesn't. It's not even like the. It's oh. not the. It's not the black label magazine size. This is this is tall for a magazine, so, but not I mean, wide. Like, but it still fits in there. It, it fits in there, but it's gonna slide around if you move it around at all. That that was the complaint I heard. Okay. But listen. I am I am so proud of them for messing with the format, for doing something different, going bold with it. And the story here is fun. I don't even want to spoil it. I just want to tell you, Last Run is fun. If you get a chance, you should definitely pick it up. And uh, if you don't, you should definitely do the hardcover or at least the trade paperback. Which, if you think we're not going to do Last Run on back issues, you are dreaming. Next Ninja Turtles book, Last Ronin. Little spoiler for you there. But uh, wow. yeah, Rise of the New God. Uh, by the way, as a poet... I do recommend Last Ronin. I do not recommend Last God, Last New God. Um, that being said, I did having read Last New God. I was just like, this is kind of fun. Like it's silly. Really? It was just like okay. It was. It's very much all house cleaning. It's just like where how are we gonna get things back to the way they were? Okay. So they do, and they're gonna do it with a brand new new character. New character. That's uh, how you fix it. That's all. That's how you fix everything. New character. New character. Because it's not like you have a thousand characters that could occupy any role no, you want to do. They can't do it. Well, because that way you won't. If they make a CW character or a movie character, you won't get a check. It's the beneficiation. Here's, of the okay, and and to be fair, I just want to point out there we're not like down on all new characters. Like to be fair, like the yeah, some upside, of them get video games and they look really cool. I was gonna say what I was gonna say. The Upside Down Man is a great addition, I think, to the Justice League Dark and like DC like pantheon yeah sure of characters like just a cool like evil like you know magical being yeah a character that literally no one will ever use I, maybe, but which is too bad because like i've seen him nowhere yeah. except in that book and like it's too bad because he would be a really cool character right but like i'm just saying like so like it's not everywhere by the way justice league dark came out this week as well <laughs> yes it did <laughs> um and we still haven't wrapped it up. I really feel like they're drawing this out. And I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't, I, I, I'm not saying it's decompressed. Mm. Um, they're just dragging it out. It just feels like, I'm. it's like they're trying to give it its due, but it also just kind of felt, I don't know. This, this issue was just really like filler to get to where Zatanna would realize what she needed to do, which makes sense. Like, okay. it's like, they were like, they're in their like zero hour and it's like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And everybody rallies and they all work together. And like, you know, Kent comes back to be Dr. Fade. And yep. like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of cool stuff that happens and everyone rallies together and it's really, really neat. And like Swamp Thing sacrifices himself again. Um, what he does in this book. It's apparently. like what he does. Do you, if you, if you're Swamp Thing, that's what you're doing with yeah. your life. Um, and um, Wonder Woman, they make the callback to Hecate and her oh, cool. power and how Cersei had it and how she was like put someplace else and she'd been using the power to just kind of like create like very like, you know, like really like working through her issues by like creating like, like nice things. Okay. And like, so like Wonder Woman calls on that power again and becomes 
the thing the, from the witching hour yeah 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 cool. and, and so like we see her like just like jump into action and then like zatanna realizes what she needs to do based on like all the clues she has like that like kaiser soze moment where yeah. she's like putting it all together yeah. and she's like oh okay here's what i need to do what i need to do is is like bind myself to the upside down man and like so there's like this really cool last page image of like the two of them like in this like cool body horror moment of cool. like the two of them like occupying the same space okay so it's cool but like it was so short i think it was told 22 pages oh okay that's that's the standard length now but that's like you know with ads right that i didn't you know what i mean like yeah. it, it, so it just it read very quickly and um yeah i mean i'm i'm still excited and i'm on board and i'm i'm, I'm glad that they're dealing with this and uh yeah <laughs> cool uh brian Rollins off the rack was definitely missed but you guys uh des definitely deserve the time off hope you enjoyed it uh hope you enjoyed it happy to hear the best channel take talking comics again oh, thank, thank you brian you. yeah we took a break because uh baltimore comic-con was hosted on this channel if you want to watch it it's all unlisted but it's in a playlist at the bottom of the channel go check out the whole thing uh if you have a if you have a whole weekend to yeah watch. but we thought we'd give you guys a break and also we'd we'd been camping yeah we went camping that weekend and sometimes you just want like after you come back from camping it's a great time but like you you're a little, little tired yeah because you've been sleeping on the ground yeah <laughs> uh, rusky 910 i'm so lost with dc is death metal supposed to reset the world again so i can start reading dc sure uh actually yeah like Death Metal will end with like a kind of like, it's not a reboot, it's everything. It's essentially going to be like a kind of, it's going to feel like a reboot because the whole world was turned into like, you know, a meatloaf album cover. So it's supposed to feel like a reboot. I thought you were saying like a meatloaf, like just everything kind of thrown together. Well, it's that and too. like formed into a loaf. And it's like, maybe if it's good, like maybe. If it's, if it's good, it's pretty okay. It's pretty and good. If it's and like not, it's just not. You're just like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you ruin all these meats? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, and of course, you'll have to check out Future State to see like what could have been and then immediately get off. Uh, Raj Patel, what surprised me most about the books last week was both TMNT, The Last Ronin, and Hellblazer were the best books of the week. Yeah. Not a dig on either of those books, but uh, by the way, hashtag save, save Hellblazer. Hellblazer. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Hellblazer to come out. Um, we're This is, I believe this is the penultimate, penultimate. because it's issue 11, issue 12 will be the end of the Spurrier run on Hellblazer. Uh, I hope you got your trade, everybody. I hope those who wanted to support it, who could, because if you, if, listen, funds are short. I get it. Yeah. Like, but if you did and you had the ability to do that, thank you for doing that. Thank you for giving it a, a try to help to bolster this book because it, it's literally like one of my favorite books. Yeah. We do have uh, an, a spare. We do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I don't know if Danielle's in the chat, but maybe she could whip up a thing where we could do a giveaway at the end of the episode. Oh. Uh <laughs> so you can tell Sal to tell me things before we come on. So if uh, if we can do that, uh, why don't we go ahead and make the hashtag Save Hellblazer, and we'll have a random selector. By the way, if you uh, do want to win, you have to live in the continental United States. Yeah, it makes it easier for us. To, it's to, just so much easier and cheaper ship. for me because <laughs> I'm yeah, shipping it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. DC wouldn't ship it, but I will. Yeah, we'll uh, ship it. But yeah, we ship it all right. Uh, but yeah, definitely hashtag Save Hellblazer in the chat. Uh, it'll go through an aggregator, and a winner will win. Uh, the winner has to be at the end of the chat. At you the have end to of the be episode. here. We have to, have to reach out to you and, and yell your name. Yes, we have to contact you. So at the end of the episode, we will select you. You sound off. We'll make it happen. And uh, yeah, we'll send you a free copy of the trade paperback for Cy Spurrier's Hellblazer. Because um, we have two of them. That's awesome. So yeah, hashtag Hell Save Hellblazer. And uh, when we're done, tweet at Cy. Tell him we did that. Meow <laughs> Nian uh, says um, uh, had a rough day teaching so I'm super happy and thankful to be uh, able to come home and catch this thanks always yep 
Okay. Teaching is never easy, oh, especially during right now. Yeah, so. dude. You're a soldier. Thank you very much. Yeah. Rusky says, the not watcher? Is Snyder trying out for Marvel? <laughs> he doesn't have to try out. He can just call them and he'll get it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I only, we're almost there. Uh, Carl Ma Maxi says, Sal, will you ever review the 34 issues of Radioactive Spider-Gwen written by Latour for back issues? Hear me out. Evil Matt Murdock. Oh no, I've read it. I, I love Evil Matt Murdock. Um, I've just never thought about it. Like, it's never been a thing. I should check it out. Um, yeah, I should read that. Or, I should do it on back issues. We'll see. I, there's another Spider-Girl that I have been planning on putting on back issues for a long time. Mm. But why not? You know what? Ghost Spider deserves her due. Uh, speaking of spiders, Amazing Spider-Man number 51 from Spencer and Gleason came out. Look at, uh, that, look at that Ditko-esque cover. It is just great. Uh, this issue was terrific. Um, I also want to give a quick shout out to Edgar Delgado for his coloring yeah. on this book and in particular for the cover. Uh, uh, Spider-Man's kind of a hit or miss for me for a while. It's been a little weak um, for me, uh, particularly Spencer. Uh, you know, the art's been like good slash what? Mm -hmm. And um, this, is, this is where it's like, man, because the first issue of Spencer's run when he brings Mary Jane back together, teases his kindred and everything. Like, that was a great get-me issue. I think it's over two years old now. Mm -hmm. um, but if this was the first issue, it would have been like, holy crap! I did! <laughs> you could have cut out literally everything. And just been like, there's this crazy guy. His name's Kindred. He might be Harry Osborn. And, uh, whoa! He, re he dug up the graves of a bunch of people that Peter let die in his guilt. And... Set him up at the end of, like, a dinner table. How messed up is that? That's the issue. Right, right, right. It's just, it's just like, that's pretty messed up. Where does he come from? Who is he? Why is he doing this? We don't know. So it's like, this issue might as well be your first issue. So if you're interested <laughs> in taking a Spider-Man, this should be your first issue. Spider-Man literally is just like, he goes to Doc Strange. He's like, yo, man, I need your help. Doc's like, you got it, man, let's go. He gives him the hand of the Vashanti, which is actually a callback to one more goddamn... Actually, it's not one more day. It is... The, uh, it's another JMS story with Shade, a character that was invented in that run and never used again. Oh. I think this is his next appearance, was literally this. But, uh, he strays from the path, he gets the attention yeah. of the other, blah, blah, blah. The point is, he uses the hand of the Shanty, or at least the hands of death or something like that, in one more day. But it's a very much, there's a lot of allusions, because he he busts out the hand of the Shanty again, uh, and then he's like, wait a minute, it doesn't work on you, because you may have made some kind of arrangement... And then that's that. Uh, of course, Spider-Man didn't expect <laughs> Doc to work with him in the first place. So before he went to the Sanctum, he went to Black Cat's house and was like, I'm going to need you to steal whatever it is that Doc Strange uses to help me out. Uh, so she goes and steals the Hand of the Vashanti after. His talent and abilities. Exactly. Well, no, no, no. There's, no, a, there's some know, totemic element. So she sneaks in and she even says, like, this isn't the first time I've broken into Doc Strange's house. So I'm, I'm happy to do it. Like, he doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, more like broken out of, where it's like she snuck out after a dalliance with Dr. Strange. I don't think they've ever slept together, but... Uh, I, you know what? I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past him to try. No, absolutely not. <laughs> She's uh, like, no. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. It's just a, it's just a fun little story I, that's... Uh, I like Silk's wing, like, monstrous kind of form. Yes, she's she's uh, she was possessed by like it's essentially just, like the sins of norman osborne made manifest looking. by kindred yeah she is cool with wings um but yeah they they wrap that up in three pages and then they just send her away and uh, it's pretty cool 
it's just a, it's just a good issue. I just really enjoyed it. I love seeing Pete and Steve so, together. So is that gonna be like a throwaway moment? What the like? This should work on you, but it doesn't. No, okay. there's no way. I don't think so. I think that. Well, how about this? Doc doesn't have his own book, so he's got all the time in the world yeah, now. Yeah, Doc could be a supporting character he, in Spider-Man I mean, for the next, like, several issues. There's technically a school that's named after him, but he has, like, very little to do with that unless he does now because he doesn't have a book anymore. Um, so he could be doing anything and, and be everywhere right now. Yeah, now, no, I agree. Now's your time, Marvel writers. Take advantage. Yeah, use, use him everywhere. Use Doctor Strange. Some of the best stuff for Doctor Strange is when he is in a supporting role because, like, he is an excellent character to, like, just be like, all right, who am I going to call? Doc Strange. Exactly. And like, yeah. he could be like, he could always, he's always busy. Yeah. He's always busy. You don't know what he's doing, but he's always busy. He's, no. he's like, you know, conjuring or, you know, off elsewhere in another dimension, mm-hmm. meditating. Right. Yeah. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. But I, I like. <laughs> or uh, nothing. No, or nothing. <laughs> I, I do like seeing those two together. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to be seeing them in cinema together again. I, yeah. We've seen Spider-Man team up with Doctor Strange at least twice already now. Yeah. It's nice. How cool. It's cute. I'm excited to see them in a vacuum, which is the two of them like, working together. Me too, because that Doctor Strange, depending on the director, has like not a lot of patience for him. <laughs> um. Yeah, but like, and depending on the writer, he doesn't have much patience for Pete in the comics either. Yeah, yeah. So we should do uh, on the way to Dusty Death though on back issue sometime. Okay. That's a good Spider-Man uh, Doctor Strange team up book. I think Roger Stern wrote it. Uh, it looks cool. Team up. It's an older book, <laughs> but, but it, it checks, checks out. out. <laughs> so. You should check it out. I I highly recommend it. In fact, I recommend it so much. I think this if you're if you've been sleeping on Spider Man, this is the issue to pick. Jump on. Jump on now because you'll be like, oh okay. Um, Troy Harness says, uh, "Hi everyone. Fun fact: I just read Batman Dark Knight Dark City, which is the actual origin of Barbatos or Borbathos, as he is called in Dark City. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He first appeared there, yeah. or at least referenced. Uh, yeah, it's cool." I mean, I, I think that's the book that Grant Morrison read and was like, oh, I'll use that. So, yeah, check it out. It's an older book, but again. It checks out. Nick Ewing, <laughs> uh, I love your Batman videos, especially the Batman Universe one, because Batman is like a real dude. Do you know any other comics with that tone? Oh, man. Uh, you can go in the worst direction and get uh, any of Kevin Smith's Batman books. Those have him being more like a dude, but it's like, it's a little more, like, silly. Uh it's hard to to pick See, a good Batman I, book that's like seminal that has him acting like a human being. I say gothic. I think he does yeah. act like a real dude. He just is in the midst of something that is not so grounded, but yeah. he definitely has those reactions. Yeah. I think I like, um, obviously I've said, I've recommended the 90s Batman run. with any Anything with Norm Brayfogle, the art, uh, of course, is worth the price of admission, but like also Batman is a little more grounded. He's he's dating. You know, he's 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 like... He wants to go out with Vicky, but he's too busy being Batman, and like the tone hasn't gone full Dark Knight Returns yet. So mm. it's like it, it's a, it's some fun stuff. Okay. Like he is he is still a person, right? Right. Uh, right. So that's I would recommend some like older stuff, like basically uh, Alan Grant stuff, uh, uh, Denny O'Neill stuff. He, he's a little more, but he's a little more grounded. Anything like pre two thousand Batman hasn't gone like full asshole yet. Uh, Lucas Aragno says, hey, hey, Uh, sending some support from Argentina. Hope hope you're you're staying safe. We are. Hopefully you are as well. Uh, Just finished up Ex Machina this week and loved it. Any plans for future pack issues on that series? Not right away. Uh, The biggest Vaughn book is Saga, and that book didn't do very well in the, like, third volume. 
So yeah. we've been kind of sleeping on doing a lot of that that like wheelhouse of indie book. Um, but I do recommend Ex Machina to anybody who is interested. I bought it for a friend of mine like years ago. Mm-hmm. One year I was like, Christmas, everyone's getting a book that yeah. I think is tailored for their personality. And I, I picked it up for them and they were like, uh, I'll never read this. Thanks. And I was like, okay, you have no taste. <laughs> like, okay. You, your taste level is completely softened. Like your palate's gone. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. Uh, and thank you for your support. So yeah. Uh, and what else you got? Oh, are we ready for X Men? Yeah, let's do X Men. We gotta do. We gotta do. All right. So we're not. We don't have a lot to talk about. We have, there's three books that came out between the past two weeks. Yes. Yes. Um. So for those of us, we missed out on a on a check in, guys, which means we missed out on X Men number thirteen and um, Excalibur number thirteen. Yep. Guess what happened in Excalibur? What you said? Yeah. Um. <laughs> just a little differently. Um. Basically, and you know what's hilarious is like I completely read these out of order. So I read uh, Stasis first, and I was oh. like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute!" And then I went back, and I'm like, "Oh yeah." Probably. Oh, we're leading up to that. <laughs> it didn't spoil a damn thing, Good. honestly. Um, but uh, essentially, like we drop in on Saturnine, where like Jamie and Brian are like flying in on Griffins, <laughs> and like Betsy's there, and like Saturnine is just like laying into her like you wouldn't believe okay. because like brian's back oh and she's like hey betsy like you shouldn't be captain britain he should be Captain. look how hot he is he's so hot okay. he's so hot get out of here can't argue with give that him the, give him the amulet just, just <laughs> stop would he become captain britain if he just got the amulet or, yeah because he's not really like worthy of it anymore right uh, she says it's okay and all right well she would know she, yeah so essentially like you know betsy's like listen like we have to still find the starlight sword we don't even know where that is like we got to figure that out and like brian is the sword of might and he keeps trying to give it to betsy and like he's just like you don't have to be captain britain anymore i can be captain britain it's okay like i'm, I'm better now you can give me the amulet and you take the sword of might i don't want it and she's like i already have a sword thanks uh-huh. i make it myself <laughs> <laughs> nice. um and you know it's pointed out that like there was no Captain Britain Corps anymore and that like they were lost during the incursions and, and, and such and like Saturnine's like, you know, so like, you know, it'd be better if we just had actual Captain Britain who was actually chosen and she and like that's like we do have a Captain Britain Corps. We technically have them like squirreled away, remember? Right, yeah. Like, you know, there's Richter and Gambit and Rogue and Jubilee from like alternate realities that Jamie made. And she's like, Yeah, no, actually that's bullshit and they have to actually be killed. It's just whenever I want to, because they didn't choose they would just became, they're like, it's false. And she's like, I didn't pick. She's like, yeah, I know mm. about that. Yeah, I'm arresting everybody. <laughs> and so, like, inevitably, they the those four do break out. They try to kill Jamie. She arrests all of them. Jamie kills the Jubilee version Aww. of Captain Britain. And um, Betsy is also attacked and, okay. like, arrested. And um, she ends up, like, she, Brian t- tries to take the amulet from her, and so she destroys it. Mm. and she destroys the amulet of captain britain what the hell and like um saturn's like that's fine you don't need that like arrest her take her away and she's like and brian will you welcome me back to my room (laughs) and he's like yeah why not and so obviously like you know she's you know putting the moves on him and um inevitably like betsy is able to reach out with her powers to the other three and also Jamie bombs in and is like, hey, let, let's do this. And so like she like leaps out of the tower into like this darkness and he catches her and he's like, all right, we gotta go to a room. And like she sees that like Brian's getting the moves put on him. And then like she's like, hey, you know, he's like, I can't be Captain Britain. 
I'm like I'm like captain of Avalon. Yeah, right now. I'm lame and I now. and I work for like Jamie, and he and she's like, no, you don't need the amulet. Like I'm in charge, and so like here you go. You want your sword? Here you go. And she, in her room, she pulls out the starlight oh, sword. Okay, and she gives it to him. Then they bust it. And it was all a ruse. Oh, and she's like, he's like, first of all, I'm married. Right. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Yeah, but where is she? She's on Krakoa. But Meg? like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Brian's like, I'm married, so no. I was just playing along so we could get the sword. We oh. knew you had the sword like somewhere, and mm-hmm. we assumed it might be your room. And right. so someone had to get in your room, and here I am. Okay. And so, essentially, uh, Betsy takes the, that sword. So she's got the Starlight Sword, and Brian wields the Sword of Might, and the two of them go and, and take their place. Okay. And, like, it's kind of cool because the fact is, it's like, yes, this is a mutant problem, but it's not just a mutant problem. It's going to become a whole world problem, which... I am so surprised and thankful that like other like the Fantastic Four and I are like, oh, excuse me, yeah, are you fighting for <laughs> all of us? Because I feel like we should be involved. Yeah, you know where are the Avengers? Where it doesn't matter. They're taking care of it, and Captain Britain's also part of it. He does at least have a specific tie to other world. Sure, right? cool. So we did exactly what I thought. It's just we named their swords. Like he's taking the Sword of Might, she's taking the Starlight Sword. Okay, and then in X Men, we. Remember how, like, Apocalypse was hurt? Yes. Yeah, we finally heal him. Oh, okay, cool. And, like, he, like, they almost can't. Mm. And they're trying desperately to hurry up to, like, make his, like, egg. Yes. But it's like, we're starting from scratch here. Like, this is going to take a couple of days, and we don't have a couple of days. Right. So, inevitably, they do heal him. Okay. And he's like, and when he is being healed, he, like, has all these memories that, like, come back, or he just tells everybody a whole bunch of stuff about, like you know, his family and, like, what happened and, like, why, like, they went to Araco and, and all of that and that, like, essentially there was, like, the hundred remember, the, like, that hundred that went through? Yeah. So, it seems like the way they describe the timeline is, like, the world is split in, or, like, the, the, the chasm opens up, everybody pours out, they're able to fight them back the hundred go through, yes. to stave them off, essentially, and then it's determined that, like, they do have to split the world, but, like, or like you know, Krakoa mm-hmm. or Oraco, yeah, or Okora. What are you talking about? Oh, the, the, the evil whole place? One. No, or the, the whole one. Oh, uh. <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, don't. By the time you have already put it I in think the it's chat, Okara. yeah, it's Okara. I was gonna say, by the time it's in the chat, it's all. I'm already moved on. Yeah. Um, but essentially, that like a like an emissary comes through and it's like they had kind of beaten them back to some degree because of his wife, because of Genesis, yes, and like how like strong she is, right? Mm-hmm. And they come forth and like these monsters are there and they open up this box and there's like this mask. It's the mask of annihilation. And they put like one of them puts it on and it's like the mask of annihilation is the only thing that can rule Amenth. Okay. Which is like that evil realm. It's this dark realm that has like, it's just chaos. monsters in it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just chaos. And like, there's really no ruling order. And if not were for the, if not for the mask, no one could really like exist there at all. And like the mask, whoever wears it, it usually like, it controls them, and most people can't survive it. Right. And um, they, they they try to like make like a deal in a way, and I'm like, you have no chips at that point. Like, yeah. seemingly you had lost. Mm-hmm. But that like essentially, it's like you know, if you want to have a like a battle, like you should let us become like whole, right? Like you should let us like heal up. 
And it's like shortly after that, that like Genesis's sister is the one that leaves. She's the one that's un like, she doesn't lose. Yeah. Right. Remember that like, that happens earlier guys or like she leaves because she can't like lose a battle. Yeah. She, and she so, bails. And so yeah. they realize that they can't win this. And that's when like she goes, but like basically apocalypse is like, has this moment with his wife and his kids and like, they're like going and he's like, I want to go with you. And she's right. like, you can't. And you know why? Because you're weak. Because you're not strong enough, honey. Yeah. Okay, you're not. Mm. He's like, mm. She's like, but you stay here. I'll teach you a lesson. You stay here. <laughs> no, he like, he's like, she's right. Mm. He's like, she's totally right. And like, so like, she tells him to stay here and like, judge those who like, the world like, is for inevitably and like, raise them and like try to make them better so they may come and help us ah, at some point like so like apocalypse's whole motivation for taking over the world yeah. is to raise an army to get his family back yeah and like also in a way like she was like make them worthy yeah and so like, that's what his whole shtick has been apparently yes, that's the that's, that's the now outcome. what it is okay that's now what that's it fine is. um and so then he's like i gotta go get my sword Oh, he has a sword. He's got a sword. And so, like, when he and his wife got married, her sister, so his sister-in-law, what's her name? Iska. I want to put an M in there. Iska, the the Mm -hmm. unlosing, forged a sword out of, like, broken pieces. And, like, it was all very, like, perfect for, like, you know, being part of Krakoa and Arako. You know what I mean? It was perfect. Yeah. And so after they left, he broke the sword. And he hid it away because he was like, screw this. Sure. And so he goes and gets the pieces of Scarab and he takes his sword up and he's the last one okay. that they needed. Oh, cool. The other one's Gorgon. Yes. But he's like, so like, I think they only have nine mm. because he has two swords. Oh, okay. Um. So then we do stasis, which is kind of just like a check-in with like, okay, so we know about all of our guys. Let's learn about their guys a little bit. Like yeah. it's very short. It's <laughs> very just like, hey, these are the characters we're going to be seeing on their side. And like, we get the names of their weapons and that's kind of it. Also, we see Saturnine sending emissaries to hold her own court. That's a huge thing in Hickman's X-Men is the idea of like this court like government Yeah, where, you know, it's all like, it's like sort of a democracy and like the ruling houses just like very much on Krakoa right now where it's like, you've like the summer home and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like these representation, like representatives from each of them. Well, we've seen those parallels before already. Yeah. And Saturnine has that of course, because there's several realms in other world. And yep. so all of them come. Um, and essentially I, I think they're, they're voting on, I don't know what they're voting on. Honestly, I don't know if they're not voting on like what the events that are about to happen. Uh-huh. But the point is, is that like, they also have this moment of like, so you had two of Apocalypse's kids there. Yeah. And like, she's like, this is actually a really good point or time right now to talk about like, are you taking, are you in charge of that area now? Like, is, <laughs> that, is that what we're saying? Cause like, mm-hmm. we didn't really talk about that and we didn't really vote on that and we didn't discuss this at all. Sure. So is that what you're saying? You're taking claim. And so they show that it's like been decimated. Mm. And so they're like, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Cool. So she's like, are your champions ready? And they're like, oh, yeah. And we see, like, this sweet splash image of them with, like, their counterparts of, like, our side, like, underneath them. It's, like, neat. Because, like, she asks Jamie, like, are, like, or like, are, are Krakoa's champions right? And he's like, they're on their way. Mm. They're getting there. It's 44 parts or whatever. Well, no, they, they get there then. By the way, they're, like, you know, Krakoa had, like, this, like, beautiful tribute to their friend. Yes. Made like, out of his rocks. Yeah, they made it out of that. Like, yeah. Polaris made it there. It, they make theirs out of bodies. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, of course they do. 
Of course they do. And so we watch Summoner go to each of the people and like recruit them. And like, for example, you know how like Warlock is going? Yeah. And like Krakoa is upset about that. Yeah. Arako's like um, individual, the oh. translator is going. Cool. Okay. As well. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And like, they're really sad. Like Arako is really sad about that. And okay. like cries. There's like a big monster man. Pogu Pog. Pog or Pog. Okay. That's also the name of the sword. I just like this image of this like alligator man. Alligator man who has alligator hands, but also regular hands. Yeah. I'm like, I'm all about that. Okie doke. So we just introduce all the characters. Uh Iska is one of them. Um, I believe. Makes yeah. Sense. And I'm like, but she's unbeaten. But I guess that like since we saw her like switch sides at one point, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um that doesn't really matter as much as like everyone arrives, yeah. right? They arrive and there's nobody there. Like mm. our guys are there and like Apocalypse is like, it's kind of begun now. Like these swords, yes, we're going to probably use them as swords, but they are also like keys yes. to get us there. So it's like more or less proof that you're the person who's supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I would still hold on to your sword. Yeah. And Saturnine shows up and like, she's like, oh yeah, whatever. Just giving them crap because like she, like this chick is setting herself up to either accomplish everything she wants or to fall hard. Right. You know, like, she's just so high on her horse. She gets everybody to their rooms. When they come to their rooms, there are tarot cards waiting for them. Oh. But the tarot cards aren't just swords. There's, like, one that is of swords, but, like, there are others. But each of them has their own image on them. Okay. And so, like, Storm gets death. Oh. And, like, it's Storm riding a horse. Oh, cool. And it's really cool. And there's, like, an army behind her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's neat. But, of course, all of these cards have, like, different... It's not just death. Like, yes, it can no, mean like she's death. she's gonna die. But it, it's like, it could. Yeah. It can mean that, but it can also just mean change and transformation. Sure. And it's like, oh, she's gonna become a horseman. Um, mm. So, like, everybody gets one. Apocalypse, like, crumples his up and goes to see Saturnine and is like, you know... Cool, yeah. I'm like, I've had enough of your games. Like, he's like, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it together. I'm yeah, keep, I'm gonna keep it together until I'm tired of her shit. Yeah, and like, gets to his room, sees that and he's like, and I'm done, and I'm <laughs> done, I'm done. I can't, I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. So he goes to see her, and like, she's like, oh, you crumpled up the card. Those are special. Those mm-hmm. are, come on. I got a meeting to go to anyway. So he's invited to ride in this like super long, awkward elevator with her, where like they just like go back and forth on like essentially like what it is she's looking for and like she's like isn't it funny isn't it funny how badly you wanted to be here at the starlight (laughs) citadel and you tried so hard you tried to attack and you tried to sneak in i had to invite you yeah isn't that funny (laughs) and he's like like he's just seething in his own way sure and um she's like well anyway i'm here at my meeting and uh you know you're not invited no he's like she's like i figured you might as well be here because of who it's with it's your wife uh and he's like, I oh. I thought you oh oh I I was like I w- was going to raise hell on whoever like killed you and my enemy and it turns out you are one and the same because she's wearing the annihilation mask right and like he's just sad <laughs> and that's it I'm just like oh apocalypse is like apocalypse is either seriously playing the long game yeah, here right or like. We are watching Apocalypse be undone by, like, actually not knowing anything, and he's going to need to rely on his allies. That's fun. So I don't know which way this is going, but, like, we are getting to a point where it's, like, now we're in, like, the second half. I'm not yes. saying we're in the end game. No. But, like, we're at a point where the story is going to really start progressing. Turn. yeah. You said there were nine swords? No, there's ten swords. I think there's only nine people. Well, yeah, but Dokken has two swords. No, like that. it's Gorgon. Oh, Gorgon, that's it. Yeah. 
Because where's Magneto's Cerebro Blade? Not there. It's not present. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our champions are Betsy, Wolverine, Cable, Storm, Brian, um, Cypher, Gorgon, Mm -hmm. Apocalypse, and the other person I didn't mention. Yeah. Who I don't remember who it was. That doesn't matter. Oh, it's magic. (laughs) It's magic. Right. The first person. The The the, The first first person is like, I'm ready. I got my sword. Boom. I would like to use. Who can I use my sword on? So. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's. It's a lot for me. Like I love Excalibur, but I was like this. This all went down very much how I thought. Yeah. There was part of me that's like, is Saturnine trying really hard to figure out how she could use like Krakoa's rebirth to like service her in the Captain Britain Corps? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But like she's playing her. She's like playing another game. Yeah. Like, she's doing something else, and like, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, she's, like, super powerful, so you can't really say no to her. No. Is it fun? No, I, mean, I, th- I think it's... I do think it's fun, because for me, this is very much like a quest. Yes. This is, like... I'm not saying a and d quest, but it is very much like a, like, you know, fetch kind of quest you'd see in, like, an RPG yeah. of some kind. So I'm, I'm in. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's fair. All right. And that so was it's, our, it's and that's our check-in. Yeah, I think that is... I think that's issue 11 mm. with Stasis. Like chapter 11 of 22? Yeah. So we are exactly halfway through. Yep. Cool. It's going to be like, it's going to go fast. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that was 11. So then everything else is coming out. Let's see, we got one, two, three, like four more weeks of this and that's it. Okay. It'll be over by Thanksgiving. That's not bad. <laughs> or around Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's not bad. You... So like immediately, for, like December 1st, everyone will know exactly what happened in Ten of Swords and they'll all go to like, November 25th is the last. Tell them what yeah. happened. Or you can come hang out with us and we can all chat about it. Yeah, we can actually make it a thing. Yeah. Uh, or you could buy the damn thing. Mega Drybone says, any more Immortal Hulk on back issues? Also has there, has either of you seen the new Superman animated movie? We bought it. Yes, we did see it. Yeah, we reviewed it actually on another episode. We did. We liked it. It was cool. It, yes. And uh, I don't know. We'll see about Immortal Hulk. I, I, it's a sprawling epic, and like there's twists and turns and stuff. I don't know if I want to make it into like an installment based thing. I like to do like seminal stories, you know, mm. not necessarily like, cha- like chapter based. But uh, you know, Immortal Hulk is one of those things where it's like I dig it, but I'm not like in love with it, so I'm not a uh, not like one of those things where I'm, like I have to bring this to the people. It's like the top selling book for Marvel. Like you'll you're reading it already. You don't need me. Uh, Poke Free Gaming says, hi, I've hi. been a fan for a few years and your videos are something I look forward to every week. Are there any flash books you're doing, uh, or open to doing on back issues? Well, Poke Freak, uh, thank you very much for supporting us for so long. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of flash books. I don't have anything, like, on the docket anytime soon, but, like, I've been meaning to do Mark Wade's, uh, at least one of Mark Wade's stories. Uh, I should probably do at least one Williamson flash story. Um, so there's a couple of flash, at least two, but I have a list of well, we, I have, like, a stack of flashbooks that we need to do at some point. Right. And they're all kind of, like, fun, and they all kind of, like, are self-contained, so we can definitely get to those at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially if and when Flash becomes, like, a movie character again, in which case we're definitely going to cover some Flash. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, Flash doesn't give us the, like, boost we need to be like, we got to do Flash every couple of months, and it's like... But then what else can we do? And and there's other stories that I find more engaging or exciting that I want to do more. Or something will, like, get in front of my vision and I'm like, oh, that's exciting, you know? This is so, Flash. 
It's never Flash. That's the thing. <laughs> I it? said, is it a Flash? It, it, in a Flash, Flash gets sidelined. So. I, I also forgot to mention that like um, for, for X-Men, for... Uh, or the X-Men book? Yeah, for the X-Men books, we're moving, we're switching kind of artists here. So yes. at least for Stasis, it was uh, Hickman and Teeny Howard writing with Pepe Larraz and Mahmoud Asrar. Yes. And I know for some folk that might have been like, oh, it's Jarring. different. But like, I'm so used to Asrar's work on Conan that yeah. like, I don't even think I noticed. I think he's taking over for you on X-Men. Mm-mm. Like from now on. Oh, for Larraz? Yeah. No, no, no. For, uh, for, for... Because Lemuel Yu is off X-Men as a title. Right, 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 right. And I think right. Azura is replacing him. Okay. As like a and I, I like his work quite a bit. It's, it's a different feel. It's, yeah. It's a little more visceral. Oh, totally. And Yu like is staying grit, on the covers. So. It's got a grit to it. But Good. But like, I, I like it, especially for a combat style series. I mean, again, he's not going to be on every one of the books, but no. like, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun uh, Chelia says... What do you think will be Hickman's surprise reveal in his X-Men run? Like Raboom Alal being Doctor Doom. I I don't know. I don't see anything really being like kind of hidden. I yet. think if if there's gonna be like all right, in his his overall X-Men run, no, I don't I'm thinking, know. yeah, the big one. Yeah. It, oh, okay. Cause I was gonna say for this, I think it's whatever Saturn has in store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause we have for me, it's like the Araco side of things. It's like very obvious what they want. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they're like, we want Krakoa back. We're going to end up with that. That's all we want. We want one world. We're going to come back and like screw everybody. I don't care. Yeah. Um, for um, for Apocalypse, I'm like, he seemingly just wants his like Araco to come back and his family. But I'm like, is that really what he wants? Is right. he this clueless? Because like they really do make a big deal about making sure to understand how powerful Genesis is compared to Apocalypse. Yeah. And it's like, but she hasn't seen him in a while. Maybe he's learned a few things. Yeah. You know? Or he's in on it. Or he's in on it. And then there's Saturnine, who's like, I, I don't know. Who they're she's, definitely not going to make as the main bad guy or got, player of the Right. Episode. Like, but she's got her own, like, she might lose but win secretively. Oh, sure. For, like, whatever it is she wants. And, like, we'll only have to deal with that in Excalibur. <laughs> yeah, that's You know? Fair. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Uh, is there any other thing coming out? Is there anything else that you read? I... You want to cover? No, I don't think I have anything else. I mean, other things definitely came out, but like I know we're we're already we're in for a bit here, so we might as well yeah. get going on. Yeah, all right. Uh, three Jokers, uh, number three, came out last week. It's written by Jeff Johns with art by Jason Fabach. Uh, it's the end of everything for this thing yeah four years running mm-hmm. um i feel kind of funny because i'd spent like three hours the other day talking about this book but i'm gonna try and like just condense it to just issue three yeah it's kind of hard yes but like i think it's also not we need to talk about like the book yeah like three jokers yeah um <clears throat> essentially it's i don't know if i want to do like a page for page but i guess we could I, I don't... like it's basically just like what? It wraps up. Yeah, it wraps up. Like, it wraps up and it does a couple of twists and turns where you're like, oh, I thought it was about this. And it's like, no. Yeah, how does this all wrap up? It's just, you know, a theater, a, a, an invitation, a bunch of jokers, uh, the revelation, and then it's over. Yeah. And then another revelation. And then another revelation. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh Right after I read some more of these, because there's a couple more. Uh, Colton Harris says, hey guys, bless you. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Big fan for two years now. Any chance we'll cover Invincible more uh, the closer we get to the animated series? Colton, thank you very much for your support. Uh, No, I'm good with Invincible. Uh, And I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
we introduced people to it. I think that's good. You're going to get the show. Uh, that's cool. And I think the algorithm will allow us to like let that, that episode speak for itself when the episode comes out. Yeah. Um, so I think we're good. I don't want to talk about Invincible. Like, I don't want to turn it into a thing. Like, I really don't. I, I don't like it. Like, I like it a lot. And then I don't. Like, because I think that Grayson's a piece of shit. Mm. Like, towards the middle of the book. So I, I don't want to, and I don't want to talk about that for two hours. Because I know that, like, we'll also get inundated with people being like, fuck you. And I'm like, I really, you know, like, I don't need people telling me fuck you every day. Uh, so I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> like, I appreciate it. And I know how much people like Invincible. And I think I'm really going to enjoy the show. And, uh, and I hope they do some diversions. But, like, no. Like, I don't want to talk about Invincible anymore. Mm. Uh, Rusky says, uh, hey, has Hickman done anything with the Phoenix yet? No. Uh, I feel like whatever happens to the ending has to have a he Phoenix playing a huge part. I wish, man. I don't think Phoenix factored into any of Moira's lives in any of Hawks and Pox. No. Which is kind of weird. Or suspicious, you might It's suspicious, say. but it could also just be she didn't, I don't know, like she didn't make note of it. Yeah. Uh, I will say also that Phoenix is playing a big role in avengers so it could be that like the marvel told him you can do everything with x-men except for the phoenix right and right, we right. want whatever hickman we want to we want aaron to play with the with the i mean phoenix. that could be the thing that he's like you know that's i got that ace in the hole like yeah the phoenix force could, could show up I, I don't know right i would love to see that because i think phoenix is not a marvel like i like the idea that phoenix exists as like this thing but like i don't want it to be like I, I like that it's a Marvel cosmic idea. Yeah. But I also is, I'm, I'm like, seeing the Avengers fighting the Phoenix by themselves feels a little gross. Like, I'm kind of like, oh. no. Okay. She's a, no. <laughs> like, she's not a, Phoenix being, like, talked down by Captain America is not something I want to see. You know? I want to see, she's an X-Men problem. Yeah, that's fair. So, I would like to see that. Uh, Dilapo Fiammi, Cerebro Blade is an X-Force. It's stolen. Apparently, Pepe, the artist, teased the shot. Teased a shot in all the sword bearers, and it had Magneto in it. Uh, Pepe says it was an accident. I think it might show up with Space Station Sword. Which, by the way, if you didn't see, I tweeted out uh, the look for Abigail. Yeah. I know, I know. Sword. <laughs> I love it. Great looking book, too. All the designs just are great. drive the Space Station into Araco. Yeah. Into Otherworld. <laughs> Kaboom. No, they just created that. It's uh, okay. Chocobo Listen. Kid. What? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta crack some eggs to make an omelet. Chocobo Kid says, talking about Ten of Swords art, I hope Marvel releases the X-Men tarot deck. Yeah! Some of the art for those were amazing. Yeah. So good. And uh, they, they also like your hat. Thanks! <laughs> so yeah, three Jokers. Let's uh, talk about so it. we're gonna spoil a lot of it, and uh, I think so, we'll, just, we'll just talk about yeah, it. Yeah, but if you didn't read it, don't, I don't want to hear it. Let's about the big changes. Uh, for one thing... Uh, we introduce three Jokers, then kill them all, and kill all but one. Yeah, which that sucks. Happens. Yep. And the reason why it sucks isn't because it's like I miss them or I'm set. It's because don't introduce an idea and then take it away immediately following that idea, and expect me to care or have weight. You know, it'd be like a. It would be like your long lost father coming back from the grave, or or coming back from like far away and then dying. You know, it's like I never knew you. <laughs> like I didn't know you existed, and now you're dead. Yeah. W what does that matter? I no, that no that matters. I guess that That's does matter. Different. But like no. It, but it's like hey, guess what? There were three jokers. Oh, and now there's only one. 
I'd say so it's, it's like it was before. I'd say there was more like finding out that like there is like a restaurant or like cafe or something. Right. You, like, oh, I want to, oh, oh, I didn't know that existed. Oh, it's closed. Oh, it closed. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, well really then, didn't do anything. Then me. things are exactly where they were before <laughs> for me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that, that that's the thing. Um, overall, I think the real question, it's funny. It's like uh, we were just watching uh, that episode of Star Trek TNG where... Uh, it's a uh, it's a measure of a man where uh, they're where they're deciding about like who data is and if he's property or not and stuff. Yeah, and it's like we're all dancing around the real question: Does three jokers matter? Does any okay? Uh, let me let me let me hit you up with an easy yeah. question: Does does any of it matter? Right, no, because it's all fake. No, but these it's, are phony pe- like people is, who don't exist. But so, like, no. so if you if you look at it from that perspective, right, exactly. no. But I'm joking, like you know, no. I know. Um, if you look at it from the perspective of like, does it? make you think right i still say no no there wasn't there this is like i gotta tell you like i read the third issue and it's weird because the third issue simultaneously had a moment for me where i was like oh i really like this yes and a mo and like and then the rest of it i was like i don't care about any of this mm-hmm. and so like i'm very much torn but Maybe I'm not because I think the moment I like could have been a one shot issue. Yes. And it would have just been really strong on its own. Yeah. And it really doesn't affect much because I have my own particular opinion about this character. Mm hmm. Okay. Because, yeah, the whole thing is actually a retcon for Joe Chill. Yeah, this isn't like about three Jokers. This is just like this about. This is just a Batman story. This is just a Batman story. And about... Batman wasn't really a character in this entire series. Which is a real frustration for me. No, like, he's just sort of he, reacting just, to yeah. things that are going on around him. And he, he doesn't really... he This series had the opportunity to deal with Jason. Yep. And it had an opportunity to deal with the ramifications of what the Joker does. Yes. And... And it could have... And, and it does that. It does... It actually... It's funny because the book is they kept saying over and over again, like, this book is about three people. It's about Batman, Barbara, and Jason. And it's like, actually, it's really more about Barbara and Jason. And what's funny about the thing with Jason is that, like, you didn't really do any research on Jason, so there's it's not really fair for you to have made any character growth or changes for Jason because you didn't pay attention to any of the things that happened. So for you, it's like... Jason died, he came back, because remember, Jeff Johns brought him back, and then didn't do anything with him until now. So he's like, Jason came back, he, I guess, was Red Hood or something, I didn't read it, and then uh, I wrote this. And it's like, dude, there's a lot of stuff that happened with Red Hood, like he became a character. I'm personally not a fan of Red Hood. I don't think he needs to exist, I don't like his character, but I don't, like, think that if you're going to do a seminal work that, like explains or, or or contextualizes the character that you should ignore everything that is inconvenient about that character so that you can do that because you know what they're going to do for you that so like any of your growth for red hood is thrown out the window because everything johns has contributed to or done at dc is being overwritten or thrown away so it's like it doesn't matter that you may have created something interesting or introspective or or, or, or significant for jason because no one's going to care about that anymore. And so all the sacrifices you made or all like the allowances you gave yourself won't matter. And so you might as well have done a story that matters 
instead of doing whatever the hell this is. Mm-hmm. Um, for the record, I do think that this matters. I think that it is a piece of art that exists, and ergo, it de facto matters. I think I've seen a lot of our colleagues talking about how like useless and stupid and boring and unnecessary this is. Right. And I'm like, how unfair? Go make one. And it's like. No, no, it's true. I don't, here's the thing. When I say, like, make you think, I am, since it's technically a black label book, right. I can't help but compare it to other black, black label, label books. books. So immediately I go to Damned, and I'm like, Batman Damned, whether you like it or not, makes you think. It's saying something. It's saying something. But you're right, because, like, the fact that the art is, like, so triumphant. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it's, it, it definitely... It's, so part of my issue, I think, with the book overall, yes. like, like Three Jokers just in general, is right. it, it, pacing. The, like the pacing for me for this book is okay. so off, and I didn't realize it until this final issue. Yeah. Because I feel like, I don't want to say John's lost his way, but I feel like it, by the end he realized what the book was, and he didn't <laughs> go back and adjust it. No. It was like, and I've heard that before like with writers where they're writing something, and by the time they get to the end, they're like, oh, it's oh, actually about this. Oh, okay. And like they go back and they make some edits. And I just feel like that didn't happen. Like he got to the end, and it's like, oh, there's something really solid here. Yeah. But you need to get there. Yeah, you need to, and, and there's a little bit of that, but it's really more in the visuals. You know, like there are callbacks or, or you know, like, the book opens, mm-hmm. like, the first issue is an opening with, like, uh, showing you the death of the Waynes. And it's like, yeah, you're reading a Batman book. Everyone's going to do that. Sure. But you're going to get a payoff to that in the last issue. Yeah. And that is structurally sound. But I think in, in, in building off what you said, I think also there's an issue with structure. Like, the story itself is not necessarily built like a kind of story that gives you that narrative punch. Because, obviously, this book is like a love letter to Killing Joke. This book wants to be Killing Joke 2. It really does. But it's also not about that. It's really about Batman and Joe Chill. Right, and what's so funny about that is it wanting to be Killing Joke so badly and yet missing the mark on what the Killing Joke is about and what Joker was attempting to do there. Yeah, well, because Joke, Killing Joke and this are... Killing Joke, what Joker's doing in Killing Joke and what Joker is doing in this are completely un- unrelated mm-hmm. and unconnected and have nothing to do with each other and aren't even tonally similar. Because Killing Joke, Joker's trying to prove a point about himself. And in this, Joker's trying to help Batman. He but is, also prove a point, I guess, about himself. He's trying to, like... He's be like, more important. He's like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm... I'm the big bad. Yeah, he's, it's almost like he's trying to prove he's, like, Batman's favorite son. Yes. Yeah, where like, he's like, no. I, like, yeah, because Johns is, like, I think, metatextually trying to say, with Joker's plan and with Joe Chill, he's trying to say, at the end of the day, Joker will be fundamentally, like less relevant to Batman because at the end of the day, the true villain of Batman is Joe Chill. Like, because at the end of the day, Joker can't be at the origin point. Like, you know what I mean? He predates Joe Chill by like 20 years. Yeah, well, it's like, yes. Joe Chill predates him by 20 years. Right. So he's like, I can't can't ever be that. You know, it's like, 
it's like seeing someone and then them never getting over your ex. And it's like, listen, that was, you never, de- oh, I didn't even know you. Like, right. you can never get back there. Right. That happened. And it's like, Joker's like, I can fix that. And it's like, I like that. I don't I kind of like that. I don't, I don't know if I do like that because it seems completely flawed, that logic where he's just like, oh, if I fix this, it's like. Then that, I'm the only thing that matters. Right. But it's like, and I mean, not that I'm saying that Batman would just give up on mm-hmm. being Batman. No. If he didn't have that once he gets over this. But yeah. it's like, in a way, if you think that that's what makes Batman Batman. And that's right. The thing, then you don't get Batman. But then you're just going to take it away and he's going to be like, oh, all right, fine. Right. Oh, that's it. Yeah. You know, like, that's where I'm like, it doesn't. Except, uh, well, but, but he doesn't. And I think maybe Bat- maybe Joker knows him so well. He's like, no, 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 no. Now you won't carry that pain anymore. Like, I know you well enough to know you'll never stop being Batman unless, like, they make you stop. Unless, like, because what he should have said in the, in the paddy wagon when he's like, if I tell everyone who you are, you'll stop being Batman. And it's like, no. If I tell everyone who you are, and this is actually a Spider-Man conversation, because I've seen that argument made mm-hmm. by villains of Spider-Man. He's like, if I tell everyone who you are, Scarecrow will kill you. Right. Like, it's not fair. No. I keep you for myself. Riddler kind of does that a little bit where he's like, I won't tell you who I, who, who, that I know who you are because I, because that's something I have over you. And it's like, that doesn't fundamentally work as well. Mm -hmm. I like the idea that Batman is the one riddle Riddler can't solve. So like, that kind of sucks. Right. But like, throw that away because that's just hush. But like, with this, I kind of like Joker being like, I know you so well. I know that if you get over the trauma of Joe Chill, you won't stop being Batman. You'll just stop carrying the pain of your parents, which is the greatest pain. And it's something I have literally nothing to do with. So not only have I ingratiated myself into like your life with your parents and stuff, like now I'm the only thing left. Right. You can get over your parents. You can get over Joe Chill, but you'll never get over me because I won't let you. Ha ha ha. Like, <laughs> I like the idea that Joker's that obsessed and I that just... like that aware of Batman's psyche. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, I got in there. It's something so out of left field, and it's something that's not telegraphed or set up at all throughout the last two issues. Yeah. Which is another problem. No, it is. And, like, what's funny about that is that, like, uh, and obviously as is revealed in this book, is that, like, the main, the Joker yeah. is the one we all thought it yeah. was. The last Joker is our Joker. Is the one. Is the comedian. Is the comedian. There he is, right? Killing joke Joker. Yeah, the one that, who's literally in every piece of art yeah, in this book. Yeah, and that, like, the criminal had his own agenda that was, like, spurred on by the comedian, and, like, the comedian tricked the criminal basically. Basically, into thinking he was I kind of like that I'm too, like, but whatever. Like the inner workings of how Jokers work with one another, I, I literally that's not my that's not my forte. No, I don't. And like I that don't either. want to be part of that HR department. Right. Um. But I struggle with the fact that it's like if it's all about like Batman's pain just in general. Yeah. And like letting go of that pain in particular, I'm surprised that the Joker wouldn't take advantage of having Jason Todd present. Yes. Yeah. Like. If Joker wanted to take away Batman's pain to be the only one. Right, but he did cause that one. Right, but, like, but he why doesn't, didn't he, he manipulate things for Jason right, and Barbara? Right, he doesn't like... But he kind of did. He doesn't twist the knife is what I'm surprised at. That's fair. Because it's like, if, if at the end of the day, the comedian's plan was to remove this and remind him, he's like, it's all about me. Yeah. He kind of fails on the reminding him it's all about me. Yeah, no, he just gives Batman closure. Like, yeah, he just like, creates this opportunity like, for him. There, to There, you didn't go to therapy and I made you go. Ha ha. But, like, you do kind of get that. Like, he almost gives everyone closure because he goes, when he attacks Barbara, he literally recreates the killing well, joke he circumstance. he shouldn't do that. But like, like I think he does, but he does that. What is it? Like, I, I, I need a fresh start here. Yeah. He's like, no. Like, 
Maybe she'll stop being Batgirl if I give her the closure she needs and smashes my camera in my but face. That's so funny though. It's like he like because he does not look surprised when she catches up on him. Mm. He's not like so. He's not like upset. She smashed his face. He's like ha ha, and then he leaves. Like good, you got it. Same thing with Jason. He ties Jason to a chair and he hits him with the he hits him with the crowbar. He's not according to this. Not even the one who killed him. Yeah, and he's like no no no. I'm hitting you with the crow. I'm giving you an opportunity to like rise up and get me, but he doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I just there's something about it that's not. It it's not solid. No, it's not tight. It's yeah at all, and like it's, and it's only three issues, and yeah. the issues aren't very long, and it's not really about much. No, so it's like how could it not be airtight? Right. You also had four goddamn years to make it, so it's like every year you could have gone back and read all three issues and cut pages or mm-hmm. changed things up, which maybe they did, and maybe it's just like it became this monster that they just kept kept changing yeah. and became a chimera of nonsense. Right, right, but like, right. But at the end of the day, if you like, if you cru- if you treat this like a crucible and burn away all the irrelevancies, you do get something interesting and pure, which sure. is Batman dealing with the pain of Joe Chill. Yeah, which and like is like the the heart of the book. And that is the thing that I like. That was the thing that like as I was reading, I was like, oh, I like this, even though I'm one of those people who I don't like it being a person. Uh, I me either. I, I also fundamentally have that. Problem. I and like and I understand that people do like that, and so I'm not trying to diminish that or take that away. But no. I am literally one of those people that like I prefer Batman's parents to be killed by a faceless killer. Me too. Because then it's Gotham. Exactly. Gotham took his parents. Yeah. It doesn't. They don't need a name. No. Like that person doesn't. Crime ha- took his parents. Crime. It's crime. Yeah. No. Because if the if, if if the killer of his parents is the Joker or Joe Chill or whatever, there's a name. There's a guy. He can stop him. Yeah. If he, he can get closure, closure is inevitable mm-hmm. because everything dies. So it's like, but if, but crime can't, yeah. which is why you have Batman beyond, which is why Batman never stops. It's why he like takes venom and stuff. It's like, because he has to keep going. Yes. I will also say fundamentally speaking that as much as like Joker's like, haha, there, I fixed it. You've dealt with it. He didn't really, because part of Batman's whole issue is mm-hmm. that he feels guilt because he wanted to go to the movies. Right. Well, it depends on who's writing it, I though. guess. But, like, you can't just remove that element. That, no. like, part of it is that, like, it was a movie for him. Yeah. It was... No, no, no. And, and then maybe that's it. It's like, well, no, I gave you... I just took away the pain of having a person who hurt you. I guess. You know, like... It's me. I'm the only one who hurt you. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Take care of all the other villains? I mean, really, at the end of the day, I do believe that is the end result for Joker. Like, Joker's like, eventually, I'm just gonna kill all of them. Good luck like, going they're after, all in the way. Good luck after going after the Al Ghouls. I think he'll be happy to do it. I'd like to see him <laughs> I try. Would, that's a war I would love to see. Is Joker ver- but but you know what's funny? We said that about Riddler, and we got the goddamn war of Jason Riddles. It's wrong. So I really don't want to see that. But I would love to see Joker be like, I've had enough of the Al Ghouls. Mm. I've had enough of these freaking people. Yeah, and they're bullshit. It's stupid. Batman's not James Bond. Fuck you. Like, but he is. You wouldn't have him without. Yeah, I know. But I like, but I I really like Joker being, um, I like Joker being possessive. I like I, the characterizations worked for me pretty well. The thing about it, after reading the whole thing and, and talking about it for multiple hours, uh, I had a fundamental issue with Joker number two with the clown because I was like, I don't know, I don't buy that he was the one who killed Jason Todd. Right, because of. Because I liked the idea that the comedian Joker still killed, like he killed Todd and then paralyzed Barbara. Right. But having reread Death in the Family and having looked back at older books, like The Laughing Fish, mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable saying that was the clown. No, 
like, I, I, I'm just, I'm, this is my, my own, right. my own preconceived prejudices where I was like, I don't like that. And then I reread it. And I'm like, that's fair. Like the idea that there are two different jokers, like one killed Jason, one crippled Barbara. And it's like, and you're trying to say that one is more savage than the other. And the one that's more savage actually only killed, didn't kill anybody, but, but crippled them. I gotta, I gotta tell you, like that concept. Yeah. Is, of just multiple jokers. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't think anyone likes and that like, idea. And I and I know they didn't want to do anything sort of supernatural. I'm kind of glad they didn't. Me too. I'm really, I'm kind of glad. Even though like, that's it so, been worse. that's so my thing. Right? right. That's so my thing. Yeah. And that there's nothing multiversal about it. It's just, it's not clones. No. No clones, no multiverse. It's three guys. But yeah. like, what are their origins? Are they, were they all Red Hood? At one point or another, because that also, but that does harken back. See, that's the thing about Johns is that he does pay attention to continuity, but he also fucks with it because, like, there are multiple Red Hoods. There have sure. been multiple Red Hoods. Yeah, he's so like, like the Red Pirate Roberts. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it just seems like I don't know. There's a lot there that to unpack, there, and there the is... third issue didn't really provide the closure I wanted. But it, but right, it, but it also, and it also made fun of you if you thought that it was important. Oh yeah, the last line of the book is, "Oh, the Joker's name's not important," and it never was. He might as well have been like, "The book isn't really about Joker," and it never really was. Lol, and you're like, "Fuck you." The whole book is a joke, then. Like that's the idea. The Joker got us all. Yeah, and like, and that's kind of meta. I do like the idea of like, I want an Animal Man moment where you read in the book, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's looking at me!" Like, I want that kind of moment a lot, and like, and you get that, and like, there's a lot being done here. And, like, it was only until we left page, like, two or three open on our desktop that I'm, like, thinking, you know, yeah, these are all Jokers that, like, were from the pool or from the, d the crime scene. But, like, maybe not. What are, maybe these were all Jokers from all different stories. Like, you know, some of them are just, it's reused art. But, like, what if there were, what if there are more than three Jokers? What if there's, like, 20 Jokers? And, like, in any, you know, it's like, um... Oh, uh, Jim Starlin, when he deals with Thanos, where he's like, oh, no, in that story, Thanos was a punk. That was a clone Thanos. And, like, J Jim Starlin literally does a, a, yeah. a story in which he's like, no, 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 Thanos made a bunch of clones that all think he's him, and those are all That's Thanos's. That's like Doombots. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's also uh, John Byrne, Claremont, Doombots. But it's, like, the same thing where it's, like, if there's a Joker that in, in an ultimately unsatisfactory Batman story, it's one of the 20, 28 Jokers on the table. I don't like that idea either. I don't, you know, what's funny about that too is like, I mean, obviously at the end of the day, the Joker, the comedian was going to kill all the other Jokers, but it's like. See, I didn't see that coming, but I'm glad no, it happened. Well, when, when he explains it all, it's like, well, obviously that has to happen. Yeah. But then why would you keep, why would you make any of these? Why <laughs> yeah. would you, like, why are you, yeah, then, yeah. I mean, I guess he needed them for his plan, but like, presumably, like, based on the end of this story, there will be no more Jokers made. Right. Because he's like, no, it's about you and me. Exactly. So there I, won't be any more jokers. I am your greatest love. Yeah, which I'm fine with. I, <laughs> he doesn't say anything remotely close No, but to he that. might as well. Because there's like, there because the, uh, because again, the art's like a triumph. If this looked like shit, I think people I think would be more quick. I think having a different conversation. Like, this is a failure. A colossal failure saying, of every proportions. I, I, I'm not saying it's either. Because I honestly, I, I don't even know. I mean, like, for me, because just I'm coming from a different perspective, I think... I like Damned more than this. Oh, yeah. But uh, these are apples and oranges. I think Damned so, Damned is not in continuity. This is supposed to be in continuity. But this is clearly not in continuity. Well, it's only not in continuity because and the, I really because the editors are small. And I and I will, yeah. But I will also say I don't want it to be continu in continuity simply because of, like, literally the last pages of this issue. Right. 
Don't wreck on that story. No. No offense, Jeff Jones. You have no right. Yeah. No right. It's interesting because it's... There is... Because they do retcon the killing joke in a, like, significant way. And it's not... I'm not sure if I... I'm not sure if I care or not. In a post-Doomsday Clock before Watchmen HBO series world... Yeah. I'm not sure if I have enough grit left to care that, like, one day Johns will probably write another story for DC that features the son of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And I, I... Because it doesn't... It doesn't undo Killing Joke. The fact that Boland forced a recoloring doesn't really undermine the no. joke like the killing joke because like the the absolute edition keeps both of them no i i, and, I understand i just but i do I, I i i don't like it either i don't i don't care for it because i i hmm. you, i know why why i don't like it yeah oh go ahead we want our stories to be precious and stay that way i don't necessarily want them to be precious i i just think that certain stories especially seminal works like that that are, are so short it's like feel free to build on it right but, but why change it right well because i needed to have that moment like no you you actually really didn't no but i did though because even <laughs> though i didn't build towards it in any way except in one scene where joker comedian is at the house and he's like play acting mm-hmm. you know his like family's still around and it's like, does he miss them? Like, does he wish he had Well, he a shouldn't because the only thing he cares about is Batman. Then why is that a thing? Like, why was that a scene? Why was he so, like, angry at uh, the, 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 the criminal Joker about disrupting his fantasy? And if that fantasy exists, why is it real at the end as a kind of like, oh my God, what if he found out about it? Because we saw what would happen if he found out about it. He'd try and ingratiate himself into their lives and they'd be miserable. But, mm-hmm. like, why would he care about that yeah like it there's a lot of that and and that's what this book is it's like there's a lot of on there's a lot of questions no one asked and a lot of unanswered questions that no one cares about like who who are three jokers it doesn't matter at the end of the day and it never did but yeah and i think but the other and and it's funny because like this is a debate that would occur regardless but i made this point like in back issues which you'll see next week but like spoilers there's but uh i think if joker war didn't come out at the exact same time i think more people would have liked this i don't see i still don't know about that because the fact is it had the number one thing working against it as we mentioned before time yeah if it had come out four years ago people would love it too much time has gone by and so like your expectations were too high it's like you don't like you work on something for four years you're expecting some sort of perfection, even if you know in the back of your head that that's not really attainable. Well, like I'm thinking about the fact that this has nothing to do with comics, but like there's literally a game games. coming out. Cyberpunk is coming out, right? And it just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. Yeah. And I think it's going to be judged more harshly because of how often it has been pushed back because now you're thinking to yourself, but you had all this time. You right. had all this time. How come it's not perfect? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, As but it a, doesn't take 10, 000, like 50,000 man hours to make three jokes. I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but like now you've got time working against you. Yes. And 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 so taking so long, whether or not you had like some sort of ulterior motive, I don't, I don't know. You know, like it's funny because it's like when this was kind of coming about, you obviously had like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie coming out. And I could see warner brothers loving this idea where it's just like no see that's why we have all these jokers yeah there are all these jokers right who, who cares and multiverse this is a different joker yeah who cares no I, I but like now it's like it's it's strange especially because joker war 
literally going out and like DC obviously knew yeah when these books are going to be coming out as yep. they were being released now mm-hmm. I again you know COVID yeah COVID's a thing yeah. you know and, and it could just been something where they're like we can't hold this anymore no I don't care right it has to come out yeah um it's really too bad that they had the Monarch Theater in both of them because like that I can't I love because I hated how they used it in Joker War it wasn't a big thing and I loved how it was used in this it was pretty good because like because of course like the thing is and the, the thing is I, I think my frustration is it's not very well executed like or rather it's not a very compelling story it isn't a good retcon and ultimately I don't care but it is so well executed that I have to applaud it on certain levels like Okay, so Batman is dealing with Joe Chill. He rescues Joe Chill, mm-hmm. and he forgives him. And so the Monarch Theater literally falls down. Like, the source yeah. of his pain, the house of his pain, mm-hmm. falls to the ground and is destroyed because he finally lets himself heal. There's some good shit in there. Mm-hmm. Like, from the first page, or from the first issue of Barbara having basically two belly buttons... One from his for her first birth and one from her rebirth after the Joker. Like, there is some good visual shit in here that's done by, like, artists. Yeah. And yet, at the end of the day, as it turns out, three Jokers, the concept, is just ultimately not very interesting. Like... But it could have been. Could it have been, though? Like, is, is there any answer? It's like when they... It's like finding out uh, who Ray is. Is there any alternative? That would have been actually satisfying. Like, I, secret Obi-Wan daughter, secret Palpatine daughter, secret Skywalker midi-chlorine clone I, baby. I hilariously was like, R-A-Y, and I'm like... No, R-E-Y. I know, I'm like, stance? Yeah. No, <laughs> what? But like, it, ultimately, I don't think... Like, making Ray a mystery box was a failure. The three Jokers mystery box was a failure. Because it's ultimately just not very interesting to say... The reason why Joker has three distinct personalities, and even then they're not very distinct, is because there were three of them. And it's like, no, Joker's just an agent of chaos who changes his friggin' like, brand every once in a while. Grant Morrison already tackled that in another story where he's like, no, Joker changes his shit every so often. He just can't like, help it. Okay, I don't really need an answer for why Joker's weird in different <laughs> stories, because you know why? One of them came out in 30 freaking eight. Yeah. The other one came out in 55. And the other one's 86. Yeah. No, you know, they, like. They legit could have just done, um, like, almost more of a fight club kind of story with this. Right. Like, there is one Joker and he sees three Jokers. Yeah. Or he sees other Jokers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he that becomes fine. Like, he's literally, like, it's just, he's just. Yeah. Like, like their personalities. More yeah. Than their, than their physical people. Yeah. That, actually, that would have been a little better. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, obviously that doesn't work with his detective story unless he actually just had body doubles yeah. doing things. But it's right. like the idea that, like, no, he is all of them. Yeah, right. Because because yeah. of Joker Toxin, because of being, you know. And like, how lame that at the end he's like, that's why I regret, rec- that's why comedian Joker is like, I regret creating him. Or did he create me? And you're like, no. Not like, and not because it's not satisfying. It's just like, this just doesn't make any sense, though. I know. Like, that's just not, that. that's just kind of dumb. Well, because it's like, if, okay, so the criminal Joker. Yes. Right, if you, if you try to think about it. And Presumably. This is, this is where, like, I struggle with this book. Yeah. When you start to pull at things. Right, and does like, it really work? Does it really work? But I don't know if we're dealing with one of those, like, 
we have a flawed narrative. Like the person is telling us like the facts about this is not reliable. Yeah. So how can you deal with that? Right. But there is no real narrator. And we like just, we have an omniscient experience watching we the do, three at but, the cabin. But when the like, Jokers are explaining to us basically that like they've all like, I, in theory, the idea is that like they were like one created each of them. Yes. I suppose. And like seemingly the criminal must have done that. Yeah. The criminal does not strike me as a person who would think to do that. Right. Like, why does he want to keep making Jokers? Yeah, like, in the first place, why would he have made a second Joker? Yeah. Right. Unless we're meant to be like, no, the comedian was first, but that doesn't make any sense because the comedian is supposed to have been created by Batman. Yeah. Well, and they're all created by Batman. Because they have to be. Yeah, I Because Criminal Joker was created by Batman, and Criminal Joker claims to have created Comedian Joker, and the clown, and the clown one's the only one that... Technically, doesn't really have a Red Hood origin, yeah, although yeah, he does yeah, yeah. because he says yeah. as much to Jason. I don't know. That's where, it, like, I, I'm, and like maybe it's just I need a little time away from it. Yeah. To to you know kind of think more on it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I it's fun that Barbara gets a chance to punch him in the face with his own camera i I like that and i and i also like the book i like that overall Mm -hmm. like i like that outside of this i think it's funny because in this book they make a point of basically telling you that it doesn't matter to her like she's she's stronger than that she doesn't need need to do it but then she does it anyway but only in a situation that was like helping someone else well it was also create like this situation was literally created so we could see that visual i feel like yeah um yeah, Joker doesn't literally do the thing on the cover <laughs> of Killing Joke. No. But we do it in this. Because remember Killing Joke? Um, also, like, what's the significance of... there's At the end, uh, Criminal Joker, like, does the, the, the dynamite thing to keep Batman's attention. And then at the end, he's like, I'm gonna blow us both up. And we have this moment where he's like, it hurts to laugh. And he's like, he looks like Criminal Joker, or he looks like Comedian Joker... But uh, it's just because it's, like, so crazy and gnarled. Mm -hmm. But, like, when we see him dead, we see the flag come out of the bombs that says, boom, there is no dynamite. No. It was just the... I I assumed it was the acid that exploded. But the acid already exploded when the the lighter fell Well, then it it. was just, like, that was just... He was not going... But why was he doing that? What do you mean? Like, why was he like, okay, if I can't have what I want, I'm going to blow us both up. And then, like, it turns out there is no bowling anybody up. But, like, did he, did, did Comedian Joker switch the dynamite? Maybe. And why? At the end of, like, ultimately, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot in here, but, like, but, like, why? To what end? To what better point of the narrative? Like, like, what are you trying to say? Because if you look at, like, the art, and you really, like, focus on certain things being said or certain things being pointed out, like... There's some real, like, cool Watchmen-esque Easter eggs and clues in there. Like, there's there's very deliberate stuff mm. in the art. Sure. Uh, throughout. And there, there's stuff I've noticed recently that I just forgot about. Where I, but, like, and, and just subtleties in art. You know, like, when uh, Criminal Joker laughs and how you see his eye is sad. Mm-hmm. Or when you see uh, the flashback in issue one of Joe Chill, we're seeing Batman's memory mm-hmm. of Joe Chill, but it's his twisted memory of Joe Chill being like a menacing figure. And then in the third issue, we see it again. 
and he's staring down the Joker. And I guess it's like, in order to get into Batman zone, he thinks of Joe Chill. But this time when he does, he sees like a softer face and he sees this person who's like scared and unsure of himself. And See, Batman softens. I, I think that when he sees Joe Chill again, he sees the moment after. When he sees the kid, mm. like when like when he first showed up and he was menacing, it was because he was. Yeah. And then he re- oh, well, right, he was a kid. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Because I thought it was just him. It was. Just, I, well, no, I that's think it's just, just a different interpretation. Yeah. Like, my interpretation was just that it was just the rest of the memory. Right. And like he wouldn't allow himself to have right, it. Right, right, right. That's fair too. I also love like the subtlety in face, like where Batman does soften. I loved when uh, when it happened in issue two. I like Joker. And his, like, facial expression when he's like, I fixed you. Like, I really like how that is. Like, I like seeing Joker and Batman alone. And I like them having those killing joke moments because they're so rare and because they're so telling. Mm. And I I liked that moment. But I was also like, but ultimately, was it earned? Not really. And was it important? Not really. And why? If you wanted to make the whole book that, like, this ending, I think, is great. And if that were what it was, if there were no three Jokers and it was just comedian Jokers like doing some crazy shit, if Joker War were this, you know, it's like, I'm doing some crazy shit, but I'm doing it to actually get to here. Like I'm doing this big thing to get yeah. everyone's attention, but it's really about you and me, Bruce. It is kind I of- I like that a lot. Yeah. And I, again, like I, you are right, I think, in the fact that like the timing of both these books, because the fact is like Joker's plan and Joker Wars to break down- Bruce Wayne, Batman, in order to like bring him back to what he was, yeah. and in this one it's to break him down and help him deal with his trauma. Yeah, is very like that specific element of his trauma. Nothing right. else. No yeah. other parts of it. Well, like you know, and you get you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't like, and and then but then it goes too far, like in Joker the movie, where it's like, okay, you're saying something, and then he has a silly monologue where he's crying, and it's like, shut up. But like in this, it's like he makes his point, and then he's like, "I'm the devil," and I'm like, "No, yeah, you don't no. buy your own hype." Uh, yeah. Like no, you're yeah. not. I'm a, I'm a, I'm forever. Like no, man. Mm-hmm. You just are. If you are that, just be that. Yeah. Don't explain it. You're explaining the punchline, that, Joker. Yeah, which is like not what you do, and you know that you're the comedian. But of course, if he's killing, but I guess Joker, he's, he's the crazy he's a one. <laughs> Uh, also, then, oh, yeah. Uh, and should we talk about the letter? Yeah, the letter. Like, it sucks. I think it's for the, okay, so I don't know if it sucks. I don't know if it sucks. No, it sucks. Um, I think it fits for the Jason Todd that's in this book. Yeah, this, for this sure. like, pathetic man, baby. I don't, oh my God. I, I wouldn't even say he was that. Like, he, like, for the first time, seemingly, again, literally, I'm treating this as just from this right. book. This Jason Todd has had the first moment of like having someone reach out to him, and he doesn't know how to handle right, it. Right, he can't. He doesn't he handle doesn't, it well. He doesn't handle it well. And he doesn't know how to communicate with that person. Right. And like, I I felt originally like after that moment, like he was so not written correctly. And then on second examination, I'm like, no, he's written like a person who doesn't know how to handle that. Yeah. Because like, this is what I do, but now this doesn't work for me necessarily yeah. because now I've experienced like understanding. So like, I know what I'm doing is going to probably not right, but yeah. like I'm doing it anyway. Right. And so like he leaves this note and I think it's actually self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean I, like the fact that he tapes he it to tapes a door. He tapes it to a door. He doesn't even slide it under the door. No. He tapes it to the door, and he and he literally says, like, the only way I'll know that you don't want to do it is if you don't respond to this letter. Yeah, and so like I think there's something like really tragic there because what you would you see for these two characters is that one of them 
knows it, how to deal with pain. Like, sort of. I mean, like, she does and she doesn't. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we see... Well, no, Johns wants you to think she's really good at it. I I see. I think I think the way which is why she's breaking treadmills and like freaking out. I think the way in which she's depicted via the art is that like yes, she does have a handle on it, but I think that this set her back like a step. Yeah, I I wouldn't say like a lot, but like it was like a little reminder, and Mm -hmm. like she's just like I have to get through this, and this is how I get through it. And with him, he's like he's just so damaged. He's such a damaged individual that doesn't know how to to deal with this. And like, it's easier, honestly, if she never contacts him. Right, of course. Like, it's just easier that way. But I also think it's like, it's it's like really pathetic and annoying that like, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get better. And I'm going to do it by giving you the keys to my pain. Like, I'm going to put it all on you. Well, and, that, and that's but, really irresponsible. It and it's like, it's no. the kind of thing where she'd be like, fuck you for doing that. Like, how dare you make me responsible for your fucking development? See, I don't think she would be like that because I think people who are that hurt need something like that sometimes. Right. Like when you, if you're in the weeds like that, you can't tell it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like you, you need someone to lead you out. Right. And but like, at the same time, he he's has... like, you have to, if you sleep with me, I won't be Red Hood anymore. And it's like, at the end of the day, that's what he's saying. And that's totally lame. I don't think that's what it was. I think he means like a relationship. Like yeah. a real relationship. But he's ha- and they'll probably but, sleep together. And the, well, and the problem is, he already had those. Well, but John's like, no, yeah. but he's asking. But again, th- it's just literally. And that's why, like, again, I don't feel like you can work this into continuity. No. Regardless of the retcon. Sure you can. Because it's DC. We'll just pick and choose. Right. Kid? Yes. Jason Todd? No. <laughs> Three Jokers? Sure. Maybe. There's only one anyway. Who cares? Joe Chill? Nah. <laughs> the one that works? No. Yeah, we'll see if he and comes like, around What's anything. the significance of the guy who's pushing the broom? Yeah, because he's wearing purple and it's like fun time cleaners. Yeah. Is he a Joker too? Is he the Joker? What? Oh, the original Joker? Like maybe there's some other Joker oh my God. who like made all of them and they don't even realize it. I think at the end of the day, DC so has learned Joker a lesson God? where they're not going to do that anymore. Like, no more three Jokers. No more Jeff Johns. Like, for yeah. them, like, this this was this, this was the number one book. So, like, a lot of people are like, this is bullshit and stupid. It's like, well, you bought it. No, it's true. The DC made their money off of it, for sure. I mean, like, I, I, I do wonder if they're not going to hurt in, in trade sales unless they do some sort of, like, stunt with that. No, it'll just be, it'll have gorgeous art, and it'll be on card, and it'll be hardcover. Done. 60 bucks, done. <laughs> like, we got our money. Yes. And they'll get their money. And the fact is, because it's, like, a self-contained thing with some great-looking art that's called Batman... Uh, it'll be at bookstores and other places where comics are not sold. Right, and there may also be a time where they're just like, this is this is like an Elseworlds story. This is not oh, in continuity. Yeah. And then it yeah. honestly might sell well again. Like, as we move away from it, mm-hmm. people will be like, oh yeah, remember that story? That well, was kind of about fun. Three Jokers where it's like not really... Where it's like an alternate reality where a lot of stuff happened, but a lot of stuff didn't either. Yeah. No, for sure. Honestly, it, it's funny. I was thinking about this as we were talking about this, like... We, you have these two writers now one of them doesn't really work for them anymore but you have jeff johns who mm-hmm. like really has this thing for alan moore yeah and you got scott snyder who really has this thing for grand morrison <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they're both going in like two divergent directions with the whole dc universe yeah well they were yeah doomsday clock and death metal are two very different interpretations of the of the same universe yeah built off of built off of their their progenitors yeah it's funny too like alfred's in this but he's not in it enough no. Like he's just a device. He's just a device. He's just a device, and like, I'm glad he's in it because, like, fuck you, he's gonna come back. Right, and like Gordon's in it, but like considering he's the a fact too. he's a device too, and like considering the fact that it was the comedian. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh. Oh my god, no! He he has a moment with Barbara where he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, listen, I'm sure it wasn't really easy for you to deal with the Joker. Oh yeah, you think? 
you think it wasn't easy? Because, like, we reveal also that he knows who she is. Yeah. So it's like, he knows he's talking to his daughter. So he's like, hey, listen, it probably wasn't easy for you dealing with, you know, the guy who crippled you. But, like... Don't go out with Jason Todd. Right, but also, like, I know that at the end of the day that, like, Jim... She can handle well, it. Well, like, Jim wasn't broken by the end no. of the killing joke, but that doesn't mean that he wouldn't still be like, I don't Upset? I don't want this to happen again. Yeah! <laughs> I don't... We don't deal with that at all. No. Like, he's just like, it's fine. No, he's a plot device. But, like, it's it's funny, too, because, Because like, it's about Jason but, and like, Barbara. But, like, if you wanted to do that, and you wanted to deal with, like, that sort of trauma thing, and, like, you've got... I, I find it sad that Jim Gordon's in a position to be like, don't talk to that kid, as opposed to, like... That kid needs some help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because she's better than Gordon. She's the better Gordon. See, Jim's like an old man. who, You know, he just knows to be protective of his daughter. She's the one who has too much heart to be it's a like joker. He's the one that broke. Yeah. The, <laughs> he, he broke the joker at the end of the night. Yeah. Like, you know, Batman, of course, fought him and like, you yeah, know. Yeah, but he won. But like, like, Jim proved that he was wrong. Yes. Uh, anyway. Like there's a lot. Like there's a there's the problem a, is ultimately at the end of the day you can't play fast and loose with continuity like this. Like you can't pick and choose when you want to do a story like this. You either or you have to pick a very small amount of stuff. Yeah. Like this could have been both. This could have been Schrodinger's Batman book where it's in continuity, not in continuity. You could have if you wanted to do a Killing Joke two, mm. you could have done a Killing Joke two with three Jokers, but. You needed to be very unspecific about what happened, what didn't happen, and who's it, who it's happening to. Yeah. If this was only about Batman, for example, it would have been a triumph, I think. Because it wouldn't have been weird and complicated. And I don't mean thematically. I mean, like, structurally. Right. And, like, intellectually. Right, right, right. Uh, but, you know, because it's about Batman's pain at the end of the book, which is also irresponsible when you're trying to talk about Jason and Barbara's pain. But if you want to do a book about Jason and Barbara, then just tell them you want to do a book about Jason and Barbara and then go do that. Yeah. But like Batman's too big to be the third protagonist in a Batman book. No, it's true. Like, like I said, for me, I don't, I, I don't, I literally don't know how I feel about this at the end of the day. No. Um, and I, I struggle with the fact that it's like, I feel like there is something there. Yeah. But I feel like it got lost along Definitely. the way. Definitely. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Because, like we were saying, like, the fact is, like, Joker's, at the end of the day, a comedian wants to be the thing that Batman cares the most, cares about. The most about, yet leaves Barbara and Jason alive, does not try to break Barbara again. Yeah. To, oh, and, like, to, like, reignite that. Yeah. Well, and don't forget, well, because he, he hurt Barbara and didn't know who she was. Or yeah. did he always? Like, is this another? Is this not just a retcon of Killing Joke for Joker? It's also a retcon where he's like, no, I always knew who you I, were, I, I and don't. I attacked Gordon for two reasons. I, I crippled Barbara not to upset Gordon, but also to take a Batgirl away from you. Like, I that really, sucks I too. I seriously hope not, because like, what I like about the Killing Joke is that like, he's just like, no, I picked like a regular dude, like a person who's supposed to be like he's the a bastion of, of of Gotham, of yeah. and like you know. Let's, you know, break this man and show you that one bad day. That's all it takes. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, like, the retcon is that, like, no, every day's a bad day for you. You were a piece of shit who beat your wife. That's... That's definitely not what Moore was saying. No, I know. Like, (laughs) you picked... You used the one panel where he argues with his wife. Yeah. And you 
turned that into a severe character. Now that being said, like would Joker, you know, is it, yeah. Does it help him being more of a mass murdering psychopath? If he's a jerk to start? Sure. But like the point is, it turns anybody into a joke. Yeah, like, like literally. Well, they're making that to be like it's a certain type that can really that will really become one. But yeah. like, there is something to be said about the Killing Joke and the the concept of like, sure, he was like he was a failure and he was already on a, on a spiral. But like that, he wouldn't have led himself to being a murderer necessarily. He wouldn't have been and the that, worst thing ever. Yeah, and that like he literally like it was a bad day. Yeah. It was the worst day. Exactly. For him. Well, and, and Killing Joke is about how both of them had a bad day and yeah. went in two different directions. Yeah. But... That's not what this is. No. No. And that's the thing. Like, it's... It, just because something is simpler doesn't mean that it is simple. Like, the yeah. themes of Killing Joke are simpler than whatever they're trying to say with Three Jokers. But it doesn't mean the Three Jokers is deeper or more or, or, or smarter or more successful than killing joke i think that's apparent by how much they're trying to ape off of the things that are simpler but more everlasting but we also know that certain things can be out of con can be in continuity and also out of continuity because mm -hmm. frank miller's year one was in continuity and in the regular pages of regular um, like ongoing batman and then when you take them out you can sell them on the shelf as year one and that could be a template for your origin story for Batman. It could be a Elseworlds Batman story, or it could be your origin for Batman from any Batman story you read. Mm -hmm. That's that's not achievable with this. Yeah, and it's too bad because like we don't get a lot of these. Like we don't get a lot of like prestige format, like attempts at deeper conversations about like popular characters. Right, right. Like we don't get a lot of these opportunities and. You squander this one by making it too many things and ultimately being about nothing. Yeah. No, it, it's it's true. It's very true. And it's too bad. Because, like, you know, this could have been something. Mm -hmm. Or it could have... More importantly, you know, the real sadness is that this was, a, uh, this was advertised as a Black Label book back when Black Label was announced. Mm -hmm. But they were like, no, 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 but this one's in continuity. It's just that it's a Black Label book because we can put butts in there and say assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like right on okay fine but like black it's another it's another casualty of the fact that black label means nothing it is nothing like this could have been a triumph in terms of like paving the way for more terrific on the shelf seminal out of continuity or in continuity stories that are about one thing or a couple of things that like exist between this cover and this cover and that's yeah. it and, and instead it's just uh and that's the problem is that like because this is such like a visual triumph but such a thematic like splat yeah that it does it will ultimately be forgotten sure i mean well you know like i said like i don't know if it'll be forgotten it might be but like only I, as a joke i think what will be forgotten is how long it took to, yeah to bring it out yeah. because right now like seriously I, I can't help but think about how long it took and how much time they had yeah to tighten it up yeah to tighten up the story you yeah know, like obviously the art took a while i mean i think that's very obvious by sure. how like intricate and yeah. like lovingly crafted and i heard is. rumors they changed the ending okay. that like because of the editorial direction of dc they ended up changing this too okay and i'd like to know what they changed because maybe it was better 
Yeah. Maybe it got more complicated because of the changes. I don't know. I assume they killed him. Right. The Joker. Yeah. They're like, just let him die for a bit. Or they dropped Joe Chill. And then by accident, Jeff Johns found someone something more interesting, which is Joker, which is, which is Batman getting over the trauma of Joe Chill. Hmm. Which is why Joker says such meta things that are so part of the conversation now in this book where he's like, we thought it might be Jason, but actually when you think about it, he's kind of too stupid. And we thought about Barbara, but like she has too much heart and it had to be Joe Chill. It makes too much sense. And then like when Barbara goes, three Jokers, what does that even mean? And like when I read that in issue three, I was like, huh, you're talking about what we're all talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, you get to the real complication, which is, is this in continuity? If it is, then at the end of Dark Side War, when Batman is sitting on the chair and he's like, who killed my parents? Joe Chill. Yes, that's right. What is the true identity of the Joker? Or what is the Joker's true name? Which is what he says. And it's like, how is there are three of them the answer to that question? And which one? If you Yeah, which one? Which I think is funny, but I also like, if you... Or he got a different name. If and... you knew the true name, uh, why did you ask in the first place? That is, you know what? That's true. That's true. Now, that being said, maybe he was just doing a test. Another one. Who killed my parents? Joe Chill. Okay. How about how about I ask you a harder question? He's like, did I just fart? Yeah. And it's like, the chair's like, of course. And it's like, oh. Damn it. They didn't know. Like, Why did I ask knew. that? Yeah. I don't know. It's just <laughs> like... The problem is, it's it's not enough about anything, any one thing yeah you know like maybe it maybe it thought it had more i think it needed to come out at a different point in time yeah for sure like put it out a year later a year later or or... four years earlier or not when there was literally another joker event going on you know really needed this to not come out during the joker event Yeah. yeah 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 in which the monarch theater was a big player Although what's funny is they both screwed each other over mm-hmm. because Joker War undercut three Jokers, and I'm sure that they redirected the climax of Joker War from the Monarch Theater because mm-hmm. of the ending of the story. That they were like, you can't have it end in the Monarch Theater. I maybe the, the other one's gonna. End I would in the like theater. seriously. I would love to know, like, from both writers, yeah. like, what, how much, how much was editorial involved? Yeah, and what, what did they change? Right. So I don't know. I don't know. It's too bad. Because, you know, I think the art deserves an Eisner. It is fantastic. It's very good. It's too good. It's too good to just let it disappear. Which I think it will absolutely do. Maybe. There's nothing in here that's Im- that's important or interesting enough for people think, to point out. I think out. people liked it. I think some people liked it. I think people liked it, but I think the art tricked them into liking it more than they really did. Maybe. You know? Yeah, I, I Again, I think... You know, give it a little time. I think people have a different read on it. Totally. Well, that's the case with anything. Mm. But uh, but the other problem is, well, you know, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of there's a lot of issues with this book overall. Uh, but at the end of the day, I I think I had a good time reading it. Mm. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. Like, I remember reading it and not being like, oh, screw you. Like, I was just like, huh. <laughs> you know, like, oh. Yeah. And there were a couple moments where I was like, oh, like, where I was surprised. And, uh, and, and there were a couple of moments where I, and there was at least one moment where I really appreciated what they did. Like, I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, for me, and this is just me speaking for myself, 
the idea that the Joker picked Joe, like the Joker's like, no, I'm mm-hmm. gonna fix you. I love that idea, and I'm I wish it were its own story, mm. and it wasn't muddled in this Red Hood, Batgirl, two other Jokers nonsense. Okay, like I wish Joker just been like, I'm gonna do that. Now I love the idea that like, and I but I also do love the idea that Joker made this bad book. So that at the end, you could be like, nah, it was actually about this. <laughs> like, I bet you didn't notice that I fixed your trauma, did you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, like, that's kind of, that feels very Joker to me. Yeah, I can see that. The Joker that I like. So, yeah, at the end of the day, that's three Jokers. There uh, it is. I, I, you know, I'd love to know your opinions in the, in the comments if you're watching this after the fact. But of yeah. course, we do appreciate everybody who, who shared their opinions here. We have a lot of Super Chats. Let's, uh, let's so we're going to go through those. And then we're going to give you recommendations. Tiffany, do you have any final thoughts before we uh, go, go I on? Don't. I don't. I don't. I, I think, again, I I guess my final thought is I wish it were tighter. And yeah. I wish they had paid a little more attention to things that don't quite work. And weren't either, like, just like, oh, who cares? Or, like, leaning on, like, this whole, like, oh, he's multiple choice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Can't That's do that. one line in Killing can't, Joke that he that set that up. Can't do that all the time. Yeah. Uh, Nerd King 101 says, any chance of Ms. Marvel? Kamala Khan. On back issues when the show comes out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm not a moron. <laughs> uh, Joshua Vaughn says, just wanted to drop a couple of bucks as a thank you for the awesome content of the channel. Keep it up, guys. That Joshua Vaughn is one fine piece of ace. Thank you, Josh. Well, thank you. Uh, Sean D., who's Pepe Zilvia? We're not going to talk about Pepe Zilvia because... Uh, <laughs> No, Pepe Sylvia is a great uh, Sunny references. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it rebooted. So let me see here. Delapa Fami, also love you both, but did you see the mad Jim Jasper is in the first page of Stasis? He's in the next X-Men issue too, and Mr. M is teased Mr. Mercator. Yeah, yeah. Jasper's actually in charge of one of the realms in Otherworld. Oh! I was like, Rob's got to be... <laughs> Splooging! <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Super Pooper, I loved the Joe Chill arc. Uh, wish that drama was stretched out. The Joker part was not as engaging for me. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Adler's <laughs> Musical Musings, the one thing I like about the ending is just how pathetic it makes Joker seem. A small, awful man who wants to make himself out to be something bigger. Yeah, as he starts, he gets like, he yeah. gets more sad and like human. Like when he's like, when he yells in Batman's face. So yeah, I I, I have to reread it with Which that Which is thought. weird because he also like says like- I'm the like, devil and I'm immortal, but that's the kind of thing- And I like to be like a force of nature. That's the kind of thing an asshole would say anyway. It's true. Super Luigiac says, while I also have problems with the overall story, I do like the idea that Joker wants to be the only real pain on Batman's mind. Oh, sure. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Deviled Ham says, three Jokers has basically given the Joker access to Doom bots because now every time he seems out of character, you can just say it wasn't the real, real Joker. Joker. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just some guy with a mustache. Were the Jokers all voiced by Mark Hamill for you too, or did you do that thing where they were all voiced by different iconic Joker voice actors? They had no voices for me. Me either. I had no voice for them. I I just realized that now. Our Jokers were silent. <laughs> Says everything. Venomous. Uh, so Killing Joke, Joker helped Batman instead of Batman trying to help Joker like he wanted to at the end of Killing Joke. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Dan V900, I prefer the closure Bruce gets with Cho Chill in the Batman Brave and the Bold episode, Chill of the Night. I get what Johns was going for, but I didn't really buy into it, honestly. I believe in that episode, it's actually a callback to a classic Batman story. Oh. Uh, there's, there is an old Batman story where Batman, like, goes to Cho Chill and he's like, I'm Bruce, yeah, it's, it's almost panel for panel. 
Um, Super Pooper says, I don't like how Jason put the burden of his mental health on Barbara. That fixation seems unhealthy. Change for yourself, man. That made me uncomfortable. It also made me uncomfortable. That's fair. Dan V900. So Snyder's Joker was great, huh? Where was he? Um, I, I, I don't know what you mean. If you're talking about Zack Snyder's Joker, uh, he, he did. No, that's David Ayer's Joker. He sucks. If you're talking about Scott Snyder's Joker, that was Comedian Joker. It's in the flashbacks. They show you, like, yeah. that Comedian Joker has been Joker from, like, 86 to now. Yeah. Uh, TB almost seemed like, at the end, he was saying that one Joker is still the one who did all those things, that the others were just pawns. Joker got us again. Could be. The whole thing is just a big makeup thing. Like, he's just like, no, see how many Jokers I can make? Yeah, I made an old one who thinks he's in charge, and I made a middle-grade one that's like me, but has old old gags. And I gave them memories? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sam Tyler, hey guys, I loved your Hellblazer episode and was just curious if Tiffany's a fan of the other, other cult detectives like Dylan Dog or Hellboy. I'm sorry, just every time I think of Dylan Dog, obviously. You think of the Brandon Rath movie. I just think of Brandon Rath. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't read a lot of Hellboy either. No. I Is he a detective? Mm. Yeah, he's kind of a detective. No. He's a crime fighter. Yeah, he's an occult specialist. Specialist. Joshua Nelson, all side from the Killing Joke. What is your idea of a great Joker story? What do you personally think makes it a great Joker story? Um, when they come out of left field, like I like Joker stories when they're sudden, uh, when he's consistent, and when the story doesn't, like when the story stays about Joker, like when it's, you know, they're trying to figure it out, or you know, I I don't really like too many Joker stories, you know, like they're they're I like stories in which Joker appears, like I love like how they used him in nightfall when he was just like he and scarecrow team up because you've never seen that before and they go on this like hilarious adventure where they like they kidnap the mayor and they make the mayor make prank calls to utilities departments to like screw over gotham and then eventually they have an argument and scarecrow like squeezes like a like a scare he has a squeeze scare he has a skull shaped like squeeze thing that shoots his toxin in people's faces and he shoots it in joker and joker starts to like starts to freak out but then it's all like a ruse and, you know, and then he just kicks the shit out of Scarecrow. He's like, oh, well, that was fun. I'm off. And then uh, he blows up the dam and Batman just beats the shit out of him because he's exhausted. So all he thinks about is Jason. Like, that's a really cool Joker story. And he's only in the book, like a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, similarly with uh, No Man's Land. Joker's amazing in that. It's when, jo it's, I like Joker kind of like the way I like Predator stories where it's a Batman story and then Joker shows up and he's like, no, it's not me. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of a bit fitting, fitting of the character. <laughs> Uh, Joshy Lee, uh, can't wait, can watch right now. Just wanted to show some support. Oh, well, thank you work. so much. Thanks, Joshy. Uh, Kevbot, 1995, don't have much to say except regardless of story, we all won with the breathtaking, glorious art gifted us by Faybuck. Now take my money, PS Baltimore Comic Con was a blast. Thanks, thanks for coming, Kevbot. Appreciate it, thank man. Thank you. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I, I feel really bad for Faybuck because I feel like he's like, he was like, this is it. And then it was like, everyone's like, fuck this book, but your art's great. And he's like, that's not enough. <laughs> Uh, no way. Some days you can't get rid of a bomb. Good <laughs> yeah. reference. Uh, Nerd King 101. Uh, Joe Chill's death is the best part of the book. It's an excellently rendered yeah, moment. I is. love that. Uh, it is. Solid. Yeah. Rusky 910. How much do you think the meta knowledge of what happened with Johns and DC affected your views on Three Jokers and Doomsday Clock? Not so much, because I actually really love Doomsday Clock. 
I also I, I dug Doomsday Clock as well. Um, again, if, if there's any meta knowledge, it, it, I'm just gonna call back to the how long it took. Yeah, that's that's the meta knowledge that definitely is coloring my view of this book right now. Even for me, I don't even care. I didn't even think about the time. It I just, did. I can't help it. It was like, just about the the Joker War, yeah. like, and the fact that it ultimately narratively isn't structurally well executed. Mm. Uh, Super Luigiac, the letter does suck. The relationship was fine. Only on issue two, they could have made a reference to on three. But now Jason's just sad. He is sad. He is very sad. <laughs> for just, some people, for different ways. That's true. <laughs> just for me, Tube. Uh, Batman, the three Jokers, simultaneously asked the question of who the three Jokers are, didn't answer it, and then told us it didn't matter, and that we're stupid for caring. Yes. Yes, yes it did. <laughs> it did do that. Uh, fair enough. Nerd King says, who killed his parents isn't a secret. It's just not something the chair would know. Uh, so that he asks, so then he asks something that only he knows. That's fair. Yeah, he's like, people could have figured out, like, who killed my parents. Because, like, you know, he's in Blackgate for the murder of the Waynes. Right. So, like, yeah, it makes sense that, they, that the chair would know. Uh, so, yeah. But he I mean, could have asked Anything. anything. By the way, in in, uh, in in back issues, I pitched a way better ending to the story. Oh, look forward to that. It's like a joke, though. It's not real. Because well, we that, talk about how, that's like... That's fitting. Yeah. It's it's not really a good ending, but it's like, oh, if that had happened, I would be like, ha, 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 okay. I'll tell you later. Okay. I look forward to it. Alex, I was here. I, how did I not hear it? I don't know. What was I doing? Alex Sanchez, <laughs> listening to your awesome... Uh, listening to you awesome, too, while fighting... Uh, uh, Ornstein and Smo and Dark Souls, much love. Nice. Thank you. I've never played Dark Souls. I've only played Bloodborne, so I'm not familiar with that. But whatever it is, I'm sure it's horrific and terrible, and I don't want to fight it. (laughs) Alex Cash, thank you very much for your support, man. Uh, So many feels on Three Jokers. I think Johns is intentionally trying to subvert expectations and perhaps even chide us for being so infatuated with the identity of the Jokers. Don't know if that's successful. Repeated reads, definitely in order. Yeah, I gotta reread. I've read it that's three fair. times, four times. I've gotta read it again. And, Wait, and you again. read it three times, you're done. Yeah, I know. There's only three. Now, now you unlock the secret it's... ending. This is like oh, another full, yeah. like few panels. I would like of... that. I could use that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, 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 I know that, and he does that. But for me, it's like don't, don't be like, hey, here's a mystery. Oh, that is a mystery. Fuck you. That's not important. You asked, man. You brought it up. No, we were all fine with no three jokers until you showed up. Yeah. Also, you were asking us for four years, man. It's like it's like a really dickish Sherlock Holmes mystery. Yeah, what a douche. So anyway, uh, let's jump into some recommendations. Okay. Uh, what do you got, Tiffany? What do I got? Yeah. It's a great question. What do I've got? Um, is that right? Yeah. That is right. X-Men number 14 is coming out. It's part 12 of 22 of the Ten of Swords. Uh, along with that, Marauders number 14, which will be uh, part 13. So Marauders first, then X-Men. Um, just because literally I've seen this everywhere. If you're a Donny Cates fan, um, you're going to be picking up crossover number one from Image. The pre-orders on this are nuts. I, I, so I gotta grab it. I, I don't literally know don't know it. anything about this book Me except either. that, like, I'm going to have to check it out because so I like it's the cover. been it's been everywhere. Yep. Um, I'm not saying I recommend it because I like the Spurrier book more so, but I know a lot of folk like the Tom Taylor uh, Hellblazer books. I want to remind you that Hellblazer Rise and Fall number two is coming out. I can't believe it took this long. Tom, I know the Tom Taylor um, Black Label Hellblazer book. So if you were on that and you liked it, cool. Um, I just want to also mention. Um, 
I'm not, I read the first volume of Sweet Tooth. It's fine. I wasn't a huge fan. It didn't grab me. Maybe I'll give it a shot, but I know other people are. So I want to bring up that Sweet Tooth, The Return Number One is coming out by Jeff Lemire. So I might want to check that out. Every once in a while, I put something in my recommends just because it's like, when am I ever going to say this again? When am I ever going to say this again? Ready? Hellstrom, Marvel Tales Number One is coming out. Yep. That's it. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say it. I, I maybe because like the show came out and then nobody watched. I it. guess I don't know. So yeah, I saw you pull this, but I'll let. Uh, Please go ahead. Oh, uh, if you love Strange Adventures like I do, you might want to pick up Strange Adventures: The Director's Cut Number One. Now uh, King says that there's going to be a lot of like stuff in there. Soft stuff. Like a lot of like explanations and things. So if you're like, if, you, if you're halfway through and you're like, I want to know more, like this will tell it's you. It's like more. a big issue with a lot of stuff in it oh can you put it in a big issue <laughs> yeah i can um oh those all oh no here we go okay so uh you got, get rid of that you got okay that. so tales from the dark multiverse continues with a dark multiverse version of batman hush <laughs> yeah, why who cares so i'm gonna read that uh DC Dead Planet number five comes out. I don't know how many issues this is going to be. I assume six, but uh, this is a great book. And uh, it's one of two versions of Jonathan Kent that are awesome. No, wait. It's the only one with Jonathan Kent right now in continuity, that, or that's out of continuity that's good. Jonathan Kent right now, I don't know what the fuck. I don't pay attention to that. But it's good. This is a great book. Um, and I think that's it as far as those recommendations go. Uh, yes, that's it. So, uh, before we go, of course, don't forget hashtag save Hellblazer. Dan V900 says, I meant Scott Snyder's Joker, but in Rebirth, the three Jokers are the Golden Age, the Killing Joke, and Snyder's version. I'm wondering how much they changed in the last four years of the original plan. They always said that it was going to be Golden, Silver, and Modern. Uh, so, no, Snyder's version was going to be the Comedian Joker. That's, mm. that's what I've heard. Uh, and that's what they said. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know where you get your... You know, we got our wires crossed, I guess. But yeah, no. Snyder's version was a different, was not going to be the same Joker. Um, he does get a variant cover, though. Well, that's something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. That's something. Let's see. Uh, oh, so let's 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 pick a winner, huh? Yeah. Uh, let me go get it. So. Yeah. The winner? Is that what you're going to go get? What's happening? Hey guys, what's what's up? Now let's not talk about nothing but independent books. This is where the viewership just plummets. By the way, you have to be here. You have to be here when we announce who the winner is, which will be coming at any moment. Any minute now. There it is. Look at this. Look at this. Look at how lovely this is. Lovely. Yep. Lovely. You have this copy that I'm thumbing through right now. Yeah. So, uh, the idea is we're going to read off a uh, randomly selected winner who used hashtag Hellblazer, who lives in the continental United States and would like this copy. Um, and, then we'll, uh, and then we'll name them. We'll see if you are in the chat. And if you are, uh, guess what? You'll win. So, congratulations. Oh, yeah, I hear Adventure Man is good, too. Okay, here we go. Uh, the, fir the winner, according to uh, our impartial moderator, and who actually uses like a thing, like a machine that like does this, is Kai Williams. I literally see them right there. They just said Adventure Man is amazing. <laughs> well, good for Kai because Kai won. Congratulations, Kai. Uh, you did it. 
You've done it. So once he sounds off, we'll uh, we'll be able to wrap up. But in the meantime, we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget, of course, to subscribe to our channel. Like videos. It helps us out uh, more than I think we articulate uh, because yeah, YouTube is being weird and no one, you know, YouTube's not recommending our videos. The videos that are being recommended are recommended through like weird crap. Like I saw like a, like in my recommendations, there was like this like in another language fishing video. And I'm like, what the hell's this? No. And it was like, oh, but you, but you liked Elseworlds Exchange. And I'm like, eat my ass. <laughs> so yeah, congratulations, Kai. Uh, what you need to do, Kai, is you need to, e you need to email me, sal at comicpop.net. Uh, email me and I will uh, send your information along. Of course, you get a give me your info and I'll mail your stuff out. So email me, uh, sal at comicpop.net. That is my email address. You can find it on my Twitter profile. So it's not like I'm giving away anything, you know, particularly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. Sorted. That's my work email. So <laughs> you can look it up on the channel. But uh, yeah, thank you all so much for, for indulging us on this conversation about Three Jokers and so much more. Ten of Swords, of course, continuing to roll out. Thank you very much for... Reading remaining it? with it because <laughs> i'm not reading it right now i'll read it all when it's done there you go but uh yeah so um of course if you want to enjoy more we have a new twitch schedule tuesdays and wednesdays uh twitch.tv slash comic pop follow for, for you know it's cost you nothing to go over there and follow yeah. um but yeah that's uh, all we got that's, that's all it. we got there's more uh coming of course Tomorrow's Tuesday. There'll be a Elseworlds exchange that's pre-recorded because tomorrow is election day. Make sure if you are in the United States, vote. Uh, make your voice heard. Yes. You don't have a right to complain if you don't vote for somebody. That's so, right. Uh, make sure to vote, and because uh, it, it's really important. And it's I don't I don't stress this very much, but like if, if nothing else, if you're an American, it's your responsibility. Like with great power comes great responsibility. And like if you want to say you have any kind of like if you want any kind of like moral justification for doing anything. Voting is one of those things. It's one of your inalienable rights that you are awarded and afforded and, and, and you deserve because by virtue of just being born in this country and you should do it. Uh, just please vote. Uh, it, it's really important. Mm -hmm. I don't think that... I think that if, if you're hearing it on, on November 2nd, and I, we're not going to be the ones to convince you, but I hope uh, at, the very less, at the very least you, you go and, and vote. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so vote. And, uh, and of course, tomorrow when you're done voting, you, re you can reward yourself by watching me talk to Tom King about Batman vs. Predator for like an hour. <laughs> this uh, happened. It's a lot of fun. I'm recommending it now because I don't want to bury the lead because it, creator interviews don't do very well. So I'm just going to say, go vote. And then when you're done, watch me and Tom King talk yeah. uh, about do Stuff. it uh, it's a lot of fun uh actually he is also going to be physically at uh i thought he already was no that's on election day he will oh. be in philadelphia at some comic book store which uh, i promote in the episode uh fat something i don't know but uh yeah so check that out uh tomorrow and we'll see you guys next week with another episode and of course that's the schedule if you watch actually if you look at our channel right now uh, go to youtube.com slash compop. You can see a handy dandy new uh, header that Tiffany made that gives I you did. a schedule. It's Monday, <laughs> off the rack, Tuesdays, Elseworlds, Wednesdays, back issues, and then there's like nothing, but like sometimes there's something. Sometimes, but we don't always do that. But so. you'll want to subscribe to find out more. If you're just a, if you're a newcomer, I promise you there's a lot of fun stuff. Two live shows uh, and at least one other pre-recorded show that's like a lot of fun it's, you know, it's fun deep dives into full stories so absolutely check it out uh con congratulations to kai for winning this copy of hellblazer make sure to email me at sal at and we'll do more giveaways as we go uh, if more people watch we'll do more giveaways that'll be a lot of fun so uh that's it so long everybody thanks a lot for hanging out bye guys <laughs>